It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We have obsessed so much over our diversity and our differences that we forgot all the ways we're really just the same as a... Well, that guy's interesting. As your new choice for presidents, Vivek Ramaswamy. He's a slacker. Still don't have his name right, but uh, he's very interesting. I've been aware of him for a while. A big financial guy, conservative commenter. Now he's throwing his hat in the ring. He's not going to win, but he's very interesting what he talks about with the culture stuff. Well, so far the youngest. He's 37. He's from Cincinnati. Uh, Very bright. Went to Harvard and Yale. Oh, uh, was first an engineer, then he started a, a, a pharmaceutical company, and then he went into man. investment. So the man's very, very smart. Here's the rest of what he said. Uh, you know, because they all do the announcement videos now. Right. They're all like five minutes long. Like, like uh, what's her face? Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley's the other day. Americans bound together by a common set of ideals that brought together a divided, diverse, headstrong group of people 250 years ago. And I believe deep in my bones that those ideals still exist, and I am running for president to revive them. I agree with everything he said, and it was fascinating. The very first part we played for you there. Isn't that a great point? Isn't it sad that it needs to be said? We're so focused on diversity, it's like the opposite of unity. Right. You forget how much alike we are. It's so true. It's interesting, though. He's, He's the CEO and executive chairman of the Strive Asset Management. Yeah. And he started it. To take on companies like Vanguard and BlackRock and State Street because of their environmental, social, and governance activities. ESG, baby. That's it. So God love them. He says that's what he started. Interesting. One of his big financial, the money behind him, J.D. Vance, senator from uh, Ohio. How much money does he have? I don't know. Is he like a trust fund guy? He's got money somewhere. I thought he was just like a vet. Big Trump supported guy. Did they go to school together? I don't know. This is interesting now. Well, Ohio connection. True. Then they both went to Yale, but I don't know if they went at the same time. This is, wow. This is interesting now because I think we all, what a great VP candidate he would wind up being. You know, he's what? what? First, second generation American. Right. uh, Finance world. Very smart guy. He's taken on. He says that's his thing. That's his life's mission is taking on the woke ideology. Yeah, didn't he have a – they call him the, like the king of anti-woke. Yeah. yeah. So he's kind of like the poster child for it. So He's good. probably the first national figure, you know, growing national figure, and it's not exactly a household name, um, that that's his sole mission is taking on the woke mob. Interesting. People have – it's been a side issue, an important one. This is his thing. How do you like that? I bet you he gets a lot of ground coverage, too, because of it. I hope so. Yeah. You know what? He's young. He, he's a good-looking guy. He's very well-spoken. Very bright, obviously. Oh, sure. So, J.D. Vance, by the way, another very bright guy. <laughs> he worked for Peter Thiel, who was the other investor. Ah. That's where that all comes together. J.D. Vance, uh, the other day, that was the video we played for you, some of the audio from that, where he went to East Palestine, and he was the one who took the stick and he mucked up the bottom of the creek that looked fine until you, right. until you scraped the bottom and all the blue-green bubbly stuff came up. Yeah, he's from a little town called Middletown, which is mm-hmm. just, I want to say, north of Cincinnati. So he's, he lives, he li- grew up close to Cincinnati, so he knows the area well. But uh, it's, I, didn't, I didn't know he had that kind of money to start an investment company. Oh. I guess these people have more money than anybody else. Speaking of that area and the disaster in it, President Trump is going to arrive in East Palestine today. We just don't know when. It's different than when he was president because they had to announce the schedule. Right. Not now. Yeah, now he just hops on, you know, Trump won there and takes off. Uh, 
I would think it has to be well coordinated, though, because they want to make sure he's safe when he gets there. Right. So, I mean, people know it's just we they're not releasing the schedule. And then the question would be, because you found out this morning that our wonderful transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, announced uh, that he's going. And yeah. maybe today. We don't know. The Does rumor was first? today, but they won't tell anybody and he won't say, which which in itself is awful. Well, he was on his personal time bill. He, he couldn't be bothered answering the question because he'd already done 12 interviews. Here's a uh, Daily Caller reporter. Wow. Boy, she's probably on the hit list now. She caught him walking around D.C. last night and asked him. Would you mind sharing it with us? No, I'm going to refer you to the comments that I made to the press because uh, right now I'm taking some personal time and I'm walking down the street. I'm taking some personal time. Walking down the street. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You are the secretary of transportation. You have no personal life. You belong to the people of the United States. Especially you when this, this falls under your department yeah. and, and a town is burning. Yeah, you, had, you had a toxic you know, mushroom cloud. And you have done absolutely nothing <laughs> except tweet. Update on that. The EPA now says, again, uh, dollar late, uh, that dema- the EPA is demanding that the Norfolk Southern Company clean up the actual wreckage, the train wreckage itself. See, but it's I, still burning. I always thought that... They, I, already, I already thought that the railroad company was there doing it because they made the announcement yesterday they had already dug up, what, 1,500 tons or whatever the heck it was of dirt. And yeah. They had, you know, I guess, filtrated the water to make sure it was clean and whatever there is that they're doing. But they're on the site and they're trying to clean up all the toxic spill. But wouldn't that, isn't that like logical? I mean, you I would spill think something, so. You would think you're liable for picking it up. You're speaking common sense now. I don't know what you're thinking. Uh, apparently not. You can't so. apply common sense this day and age? Well, what's even sadder is it took weeks before common sense even prevailed anywhere in this small little town. Yeah. Poor people. Feel badly. Well, I feel badly for this guy. Remember the guy? You had the story. The guy who was lost at sea, but he survived on ketchup packs? Yeah, his name's I think Francois. he's lost again. He was on his boat in St. Martin. It happened in December. Remember? Yeah. And he started drifting away. And the next thing you know, he drifted like really far away because he lost control of the boat he was in. <laughs> and they found him 27 days later. Some big ship picked him up. I don't know if it was a, a Spanish Navy ship. It was, it was somebody. It was, it was, you know, some, some big boat picked him up. He'd been at sea for 24 days. And he told them he was dehydrated. He was burnt. You know, he, he looked pretty rough for the wear. But he said he lived on nothing but ketchup packets and spices that were on the boat. And they were Heinz ketchup packs. It was an amazing story. It really was. His name's Elvis Francois. What a great name. (laughs) Elvis Francois. Anyway, he ended up going back to his hometown of St. Martin, and no one can find him. Well, Heinz ketchup is trying to find him because they want to give Francois a new boat, but they can't find him. So they've been on social media all over the place saying, help us find the ketchup boat guy. Well, I would look to the sea because that's probably where he went back to. <laughs> but they, they want to celebrate it. And they said, we want to find, give him a new boat, but we can't find him to give it to him. Oh, well, you tried. So uh, they'll, they'll find him instantly now because they hit with this yesterday. They said, if, if you find Elvis, please drop us a direct message and, and tell us where he is so we can go get him. No one's going to find him. I said, maybe he isn't still at sea. Let's look for the guy that bought 500 individual ketchup packs. It was the Colombian Navy that found him. I knew it was some kind of Navy I remember ship. there was a big search. We had daily updates looking yeah, for the guy. Yeah, they found But 24 wow. days at sea. How about that? Wow. Hey, uh... I'm surprised you're not talking about this. There is a very, very big launch coming up this weekend. They're getting ready now on the Space Coast. Human travelers. Are you going to get up and watch it? 
Oh, I thought you meant go to space. No, you're not going to get up to watch it either, right? No, I'm hoping for a delay. (laughs) We'll give you details on that, as well as one of the holiest days of the year. Ash Wednesday? No, Margarita Day. Oh. It's coming up next. (laughs) The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. That's a different story than what they're hearing about the Midwest right about now, what they're preparing for. We have beautiful weather. All right, a little hot, I get it. But man, this this winter storm is going to affect our travel. Yeah, it goes uh, today. It's like from like Montana, Idaho to Michigan. And it's either snow or sleet. It's one or the other. And they say the worst part, 60 to 80 mile an hour winds. Ooh. So Minneapolis, our hometown of uh, uh, the hometown of our corporate offices, could see two feet of snow today. That means they're coming. <laughs> Get Ginny on the phone. Her and Poppy are going to be taking a vacation in Florida very soon. Um, Poppy's the dog. Poppy's the cute little dog. You know, maybe he's got little boots. I bet his booties are on today. Hopefully it doesn't affect this, you know, as the uh, the outskirts of that weather come our way. SpaceX got a big one this weekend, Jen. A mission that will send four crew members to the ISS with a short delay. The crew's sixth mission was scheduled to launch from Florida's Kennedy Space Station on Sunday, but flight readiness preview is now set for around 1.45 a.m. Eastern on Monday. Oh, they moved it already because it was like 2 o'clock Sunday morning. Yeah, but that's even earlier and a day later. Oh, that means they got to get up early. No, you don't. Earlier than usual. No, we yeah, can just talk about it three hours later. No, because I can stand on my back porch and it's going to be at night and it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> and no, watch it. it, it, it they're saying there's no rain for like the next three weeks. Watch it'll pour. I know. And, and it'll be all cloudy and I won't see it. I'll, I'll get up. I'll get up early. The Midwestern storm will push it this way. I hope not anyway. On board, two NASA astronauts, a Russian cosmonaut, and the first long duration astronaut from the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, they're staying for six months. Are they, are they they booting anybody off? That's what I couldn't figure out. I hope so. Because usually it gets pretty crowded up there. Mm. Isn't that thing, and every time they talk about it, <laughs> isn't, it gonna, isn't it like falling apart, the International Space Station? Remember they're talking about they're going to scrap it in a couple of years? It's a hunk of junk. And so, I mean, did, would you really want to be one of these astronauts? You don't want to be in the last one. What, what's even worse is we have a Russian up there. Yeah. And, and, you know, things aren't really good between us and Russia right now. Would you want to be that Russian cosmonaut stuck up in a space with a bunch of people that don't like you? No, I want to be the one. I want to be the American astronaut documenting the conversations between a Ukrainian astronaut and a Russian astronaut. Can you imagine? I'd make a movie out of it. Wow. Yeah, when is, speaking of which, when's so, Tom Cruise you, going? You watch news today. <laughs> <laughs> we invaded you. Um, when does Tom Cruise go? Because, I mean, that he got the okay from NASA to go up in space and is, do a film. Is he doing that with the Blue Origin, the Amazon one, I, or no? I don't know who he's doing it with. Hmm. He's doing, but maybe he's waiting until Mission Impossible's done, and then he's going to go do Maybe that's where Mission Impossible, some of it's filmed. That could be, right? Where he does all that crazy stunt work. Right. He's nuts. Did you see the stunts he did in Mission Impossible, the latest one? He jumps off a cliff with nothing. <laughs> I was like, you're nuts. He's crazy. He's a crazy person. But anyway. I love that he does that, though. I love that he's authentic. Yeah, but still, he's, it's, it takes, you know, you, you see these stunts on TV that take maybe 20 seconds of sure. film time. It takes them months to plan this stuff. But this one where he jumps off the cliff, he's got like one of those little squirrel suits on, you know, those flying squirrel things. Sure. He just jumps off. I'm like, oh, my God, you're crazy. We got, oh, a, anyway. we got a big uh, Florida story that's making national headlines now that's kind of crazy and very controversial. So it's out of Miami. Uh, it's been going on for a, 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 now all of a sudden it's national and I don't know why. An unborn baby is at the center of a legal dispute in Miami-Dade. Natalia Harrell is pregnant in prison. A lawyer for her unborn baby is trying to get the child released from jail. Well, 
when a child is born in prison, they don't stay there, do they? Don't they? Do they go to DCF? Or do they go to a family member? See, this is what I don't know. I don't know. But well, wouldn't the, you think there have been cases like this before that have been settled? So is there precedent? Or what's I, going on? I, well, th- that's what I'm trying to figure out is, is what's different between this. And I what this attorney has filed the petition mainly for is to get the child released. Yes. But more importantly, the child not be charged with any kind of crime because she was just like being carried around. It wasn't like or he or she was part of this crime. The mother, not a nice person. She's in prison for like trying to kill somebody. It's bad stuff. She killed somebody. But, but the lawyer's argument, like you're saying, is the baby is a free Floridian. Yeah. So they're doing it under state law. This is William Norris, the attorney. An unborn child is a person. The person has constitutional rights, and one of them is the right not to be deprived of liberty without due process of law. Interesting. Makes a very valid point. You know, as it stands now, if a pregnant woman is killed, uh, Lacey Peterson, it was a double murder. You know, they considered the fetus a human being. So if that's the case, you have an unborn child. The child isn't responsible for the murder that your mother committed. You were just like luggage being carried along. Exactly. So, uh, but I don't, I I don't know why it's all of a sudden a precedent that this has to be set. Because what happens to this, this baby, if not, does it just get put into the system or does this attorney trying to get it placed with the girl's, you know, family, her parents, a brother, a sister, aunt, uncle, whatever? That's what we don't know. I don't know what they usually do in any other circumstance because you can't tell me this is the first time it's happened. No, I mean, they on. have people pregnant all the time. Maybe it's the first legal case where they're pushing this. Well, look at that New Jersey prison we talked oh, about. Oh, my God. Where they, where they right. wrote the transgender people, where males, females, I don't know what it is. And I'm sorry, don't yell at me, but they put the fe- male transgender people yeah. in with the females and they and, all got and, all the females got pregnant. And guess what happened? <laughs> they had like eight women pregnant in like the first month. So it was like, okay, maybe this wasn't a good idea. Um, so what happens to all those babies? Uh, That's even worse because you got two criminals having a baby. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's it's a slippery slope there. Oh boy. So hopefully the baby is determined to be not, you know. A criminal and its own person. You would think so. It's In crazy. National though. headlines, though. I'll tell you it's that crazy. much. All right. It's a very, very holy day. Yes, it's Ash Wednesday. Nope. It's Margarita Day. <laughs> Where's okay? This is our 850 WFTL blender. Last we just dusted it off. Yeah, but last year you brought. I remember you. You had all the fixins to make margaritas. You, you're slacking. There were no fixins. That's what. Hate when my radio lies to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you guys like the margaritas in a bottle that are already mixed? No, I, I, I've not yet found one that's really that good. Yeah, they're all sugar. Yeah, it's all, it is. It's, it's a ton like, of sugar. Oh, jeez! Right, it, it goes puts me in a coma. It's yeah, like, the oh. real lime juice and all the good stuff. How do you like yours? Free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a no salt guy and on the rocks. Oh, see, I like frozen. You like regular ones or like the the strawberry ones? You like a regular margarita, huh? The lime. Really? <laughs> yeah, you asked me that. I love Bill's face when you just asked him strawberry. <laughs> I'm offended. You asked the question. Really? Well, Kristen loves a frozen strawberry See, margarita. I love I frozen strawberry. She I loves could, those. They that's give your you wife. A, yes, that's right. Her name is Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay, I'm sorry. Can't you just see Bill with a nice strawberry daiquiri yeah, well, okay. sitting by the pool? Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> I mean, it's delicious. <laughs> when we were in the Keys, they put like an umbrella in his drink. He like, grabs it and throws it out. <laughs> get this thing out of here. <laughs> it's also, of course, no, it's, it's Ash Wednesday as well. So <clears throat> what it, do you do first? 
I just, you get uh, your margarita first, then you go see the father? No. <laughs> hey, Jeez. father, give me one of them good crosses right here. The question is, what's the priest doing first? <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm wondering. You show up, you're in line to get the oh, ash, yeah. and all of a sudden you hear oh, yeah. it in the background. <laughs> uh, never mind that, son. We're, we're going Uh-oh. to the rectory. Let's go have fun. Holy, holy. <laughs> I had oh, a couple of God. priests who uh, were seen at the bars on the weekends. and then, <laughs> Father, did you just do mass? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Second Caddyshack. Father hell, my name's Fred. <laughs> Diener, I have looked for a Catholic church, and, and maybe somebody can text us if they know or on our text line send us a message. What, does uh, it they, have margaritas? No, that no. Has, there's an Episcopalian church in Pompano Beach that has a drive-through Ash Wednesday. Oh. That's the, I haven't found a Catholic. That's all right. Though. Like I'm I said just, before, I'm sorry. I'm ignorant. I didn't know that the Episcopalians did uh, Ash Wednesday. Good he, for you. Neither did I. All right. So, but... It, you can't go there. But Is it like a different yeah. color ash? I don't know how this works. Maybe. Blue ashes? Blue ashes. They're not blue ashes. What is wrong with you? the ashes? We should do that one year. What is wrong with you? What are you, like trolls? Diener, like, on, Diener, it's, a new, it's a new era. We have rainbow ash now. Oh, God, please. <laughs> All right. It's St. Nicholas, Nicholas Episcopal Church. Before we offend any more people. Yes. Uh, it, was, get, it was Diener and Bill, not let's me. Get, we're all Catholic. Let's get out of this and get into Rapid fire in a couple oh. of minutes. Going to go around the horn with some stories. Give us a couple of minutes for that. The South Florida Morning Show's next. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. A lot of news popped up overnight. We've got some stories about them. Jen starts it off. What you got going on? Well, you know, usually some things from Canada are really good. Tim Hortons. Oh, maple syrup. Maple syrup. Hockey. Hockey. Yeah. This is not a good thing. If you live in and know anybody who lives in the border states of Canada, tell them to be careful and watch out for... The what? The super pig. Super pig? Oh, well, that's a good pig impression. I used to have pigs. You called them. Now they're coming. (laughs) Super pig. What they did was, in Canada, see, Canada doesn't have any native pigs. So they brought them in from Europe. They brought them in from other places. And then all of these, like, hunting wildlife areas. Oh, yeah. You know, they made a super pig. They took a wild boar and they bred it with a domestic pig. Just to hunt? Just to hunt them. Wow. Wow. If you know anything about wild boar, they're mean. Yes. They get large. Right. But these things were super. So like a, a regular feral wild boar is maybe 200, 220 pounds. Super pigs, 600 to 800 oh, pounds. Gosh. And they're and, and, and meaner it, than the other feral pig. They will kill you. They'll kill you. And here's the bad thing about it is they're, they get into the crops. Like they'll destroy an entire field. In a matter of hours. Like, they'll just decimate it. So the Canadians had no idea what they were getting themselves no. into no. with this. So they, they, no. they breed these, yeah. Yeah, they they breed this yeah. super pig for hunting. They escape the hunting enclosures yeah, because course. they, like, break through the fence. And now they're so overpopulated, oh, they're boy. migrating south across the United States border. Oh, thanks, Canada, for your super pigs. <laughs> uh, they can get into cities, destroy the water quality, spread disease to humans. They are not nice. Oh, great. Yeah, but they're Canadian, so after they do it, they go, sorry. Sorry, Kay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is like a quick side note on this. There was a, a pay-per-view event, so a WWE event over the weekend, and they were doing it in Montreal. And it was this huge thing. This is a wrestler named Sami Zayn. He's from Montreal. He was fighting the champion, Roman Reigns, in the main event. And so the whole stadium, the whole arena was behind Sami Zayn. They wanted their hometown guy to win. So someone playing off of the you know polite Canadian thing, they'd have a sign. Normally, if this happens, this happens, we'll riot. 
This person up a sign that says, if Sami Zayn loses, we will calmly proceed to the exit. Sorry. 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 So anyway. Maybe he can fight a pig now. Maybe. Watch out for the super pigs. Oh that's not good. No, it's not good at not all. good at all. See, they mess with Mother Nature and look what happened. That, that's exactly what happens. Well, today, as we've spoken about many times so far this morning, it's Ash Wednesday. Oh, it's a very nice. holy day. Those are our angels. We bring them in. we got to pay them five bucks every time they show up. Yeah. You may be wondering why people show up at the office with maybe like a, you know, dot of ash in their foreheads when they're when they're there today. First of all, don't wipe it off. Second, can I take a guess? Yes. They want to brag that they went to church. That's exactly what it is. There are some people who only go on Ash Wednesday. That's, That's true. You know what? Yeah. It's it's like, you know, CEO, Christmas, Easter, other yeah. special occasions. Yeah. Uh, they prof- we prof- supposed to profess our devotion to God and the start of Lent leading up to Easter. During Mass today, of course, the priest will mark a worshiper's forehead, a forehead, <laughs> or with, a five head, with ashes in the shape of a cross. Supposed As Diener pointed out yesterday, yeah. you, ver- you have hit the holy lottery if they actually make a cross out of that thing. Because usually it's a smudge. Yep. Later yeah. on in the day, if you get an old shaky guy like I used to, the miss and put it in your cheek <laughs> or your eye. <laughs> But they do the little nucky swirl. <laughs> yeah, they just go, get out of here. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah. Come on. You need a new priest who's still trying. That's what we need. Yes, yes. I, I don't an think artiste. In, right. in many years of doing this, I don't think I've ever had a cross. They Let's never get the, it right. Come on. No. Anybody's listening who's doing ashes today, whether it's a priest or a layperson, let's get some good ashes out there today. All right, some nice clean crosses. None of these thumbprint smudges on the forehead. See, right. I can't it, stand I that. I used to think, and if you washed it off, like I didn't want to take a bath or a shower for days because I thought I'd go to hell. You will. <laughs> That's what happened. Can't wash it off. You may be okay. asking also where the ashes come from. Yes. What yeah. books are they burning there? That's no. Right. It's, I, they, I know. They come from palms from the previous year's yeah, Palm Pops, Sunday. That's right. Yeah. They save them in the priest's room. No, they don't. I made that up. <laughs> they all get recycled, and they yeah. they were actually telling us at church uh, the past month, if you, if you still have your palms from last year, because some people keep them, you bring them in, we'll burn them for the ashes. Today, I think I still have one from my grandmother that was made see? into a cross. Yeah, you make them into the cross area. Yeah, they, oh, they weave them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it also means today is exactly six and a half weeks before Easter. That's right. And that means Here you're supposed are. to give something up for Lent. I'm giving up Lent. <laughs> Diener? You're uh, a super Catholic over there. What are you doing? Undecided. What do you mean undecided? <laughs> you better hurry up. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go with the... Changes by the day. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what happens. Uh, mine's more of this, this serious turn for the first story because this was kind of concerning. I saw this yesterday, of course, after the show ended. They're talking about, and there's not a lot of details with it, but just the headline of President Xi supposed to go to mm. Russia. Supposedly, the reports are out there that the uh, Chinese are preparing for his visit to go to Moscow and meet with Putin. I don't like that. Oh, no. This is not good news. That makes me uncomfortable. China has a lot of money. Yes. And that's the whole reason. That's what Putin needs him. He needs their money to buy more armaments, more tanks, more whatever. And, you know, tie this to what Zelensky had said when Biden arrived, saying if Russia pulls in China, this will bring nuclear uh, World War III. Stop. Just shut up. You're, you're getting our money. Stop saying stuff like that. Stop I mean, it. I, I agree. He definitely wants World War III, Zelensky, because then everybody's forced to get it. Right, of course. He's ready in a war. Right. Does he care? So scary. We'll keep Very an eye scary. on that. It's not confirmed. The reports rather that it was in the talks. So Don't like that. No. I'm going to lay some words on you guys, and let me see how hip you are. Do you know what rage applying is? Rage applying? 
No, it's not. These are work terms. Okay. Rage applying. That means you're so fed up with your job, you go home and you apply to every possible job offering there is. Oh, well. Oh, wow. Oh, rage applying. Got it. Rage applying. Got it. Copycat layoff. Copycat layoff? No. They say that corporations, like a large corporation, will start a big layoff, oh. and it's like it's like the domino effect. It's like a copycat. in the tech world. Yeah, oh, all that's of a sudden, absolutely true, everybody though. else starts laying off. Everybody people. in the industry, yeah, it's true. Chaotic working. Chaotic working. That sounds like every day. It's the show. Yeah, <laughs> it's when you break the rules at work to help out a friend. That's a thing. Yeah. Like you give your friend uh, like an employee discount if they come to your cash uh, register. Why oh. do they call it chaotic? I don't know. Isn't that theft? <laughs> Isn't that's, that just that's I, that's called the hookup when I was working? Oh, okay, give me the hookup. Hey, give me the hookup. At least they're over. They don't have quiet quitting, do they? Remember that last oh, year? Quiet oh quitting. no, quiet quitting. I is, can't stand that. That's very much like bare minimum Monday. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do nothing. You just oh, gotta well, skate. Then find it. something yeah. else. Then I. I hate that. I I told somebody that yesterday. Lack of drive. And, and my favorite. Boomerang employees. Boomerang employees. They come back? Yeah, it's when you go back to an old job because your new one sucks. (laughs) I've done that before. But they call them, and and there's a corporation. Oh, what is it? They just did a big story. Is it GM? They're hiring back people that have retired, that worked there for years, and they call them boomerangers because they they come back and they work for them again. That's funny. Yeah, because they were short on staff. You know who's probably going to do that? The airline industry with pilots. The older pilots that retired, they're like, well, come back. Or twice the fee. Yeah, wow. wow. I like I like people with experience yeah, flying my plane. I'm with you. All right, we got this going on. A Florida lawmaker wants to name part of a road north of Tampa after the late great talk radio host Rush Limbaugh. Huh. Oh, so they're just going to call it Rush Highway, so people go 90. Too no. <laughs> pretty pretty close. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh Way, and it's probably going to pass. It would be in Brooksville, north of Tampa. You ever been to Brooksville? Yeah, not the much right, there. A lot right, of farms, right? In Hernando, yeah, a lot of farms. It's near Spring Hill. Um, this is from Republican State Senator Blaze Ingolia. He wants to do that. He's, he's, he filed a name change bill for the regular legislative session. They'll probably give it to him. Okay, let me ask a really stupid question. Why there? I don't know. And because he lived here. Right. Well, that never they wouldn't made. allow that in Palm <laughs> Beach. <laughs> Let's put Rush Limbaugh next to Barack Obama <laughs> Highway. And see, see how that goes. <laughs> he crashes at that intersection all day. Oh, God. That would be amazing. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just kind of random. Because Rush didn't live here. I, I mean, think he lived just later. Because, but. I think this, this state senator, uh, Ingolia, that's probably his district. To where he can get it done. Okay. That's probably the only reason why. But you're right. But <laughs> I wouldn't see it in South Florida. Let me put no, it that way. No. I, I, I guess they just feel like that's the best spot. They could. They have their best chances at it, I suppose. <laughs> so I'm going to end here with a feel-good story that involves the Boston Red Sox. Oh, God. What? <laughs> they could use one. <laughs> I thought you'd like this. So you got this, red, this new guy that the Red Sox just signed. He's a former Blue Jays player, Ramil Tapia. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. So he he's hit an inside-the-park home run against them last year. Yeah, he did. That's yeah, right. Did. So 29 years old, he's an outfielder, and he came to the Red Sox. I guess he chose Boston because in that game, uh-huh. I think, where he had the inside-the-park home run, he said, last year we were playing this team, and we put up 28 runs. 28 oh, my God. Runs. It said, was something like 28-2. to two or oh so. It was no. ridiculous. But he said you could see the chemistry that the team had even in that loss. And he said he was impressed by the fans of Fenway because they never left. In most places, fans leave during a blowout. But they're so passionate about the sport, it looked like a good place to come and play. It's because there's a bunch of pink hats and they got nothing else to do. (laughs) 
and they paid 180 yeah. bucks for the ticket. That's so what that's it is. what it is. <laughs> you're, you're in for 1200 bucks for four tickets. So it's like, you're, you're damn right we're staying. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Or it's like, damn, no, we can't leave. They didn't sing Sweet Caroline yet. <laughs> that's a big controversial thing among Red Sox Nation, though, by the way. like that, And it came out of that game. They were getting destroyed. And they're singing Sweet Caroline. In the middle Caroline. of the eighth, they still said, Sweet Caroline. <laughs> and the longtime Sox fans are going, No, no, there's nothing good about this. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, that was for supposed him, to be a feel good story. I'm sorry. Just, I'll ruin anything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but still good for him. He was, he was attracted to the Boston enthusiasm. Oh, uh, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe, all right. That's, I'll take that as Wait a good a sign. I, I got to ask a question. Yes. He played, who did he play for? The Blue Jays? Yes. yes. So he became a free agent? Yes. And he, what, he called up the Red Sox and say, I want to play for you? You don't have a choice oh. where you go. No, it was you? probably his only offer. Let's okay. Be honest. All right. Uh, I was if you're say. getting offers, you can tell your agent, hey, I want to go to this place. And then they'll say, all right, you're going to sign with Boston then. So okay. in the end, he can choose. Yeah, it was either, easy. all right, well, Sox are going to invite you to for a camp invite. Either that or the Seibu Lions oh, no. in Japan. So <laughs> The Wuhan Bears. The Wuhan Bears. <laughs> Joe makes fun of my Wuhan team there, uh, whatever they were called. All right. Wuhan. What were they called? Wuhan? Doosan, I think. Oh, Wuhan. No, they're the Wuhan. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I got we a got shirt. You the shirt. I, I, still, I, I saw it the other day. I laughed. It's right oh, near I the mean. Birmingham Stallions. Yes, yes. that's right. <laughs> it's your USFL team. Oh, my God. All right, we got some headlines to go over next. Uh, President Trump is going to East Palestine, Ohio today. We don't know when, but he's going to be there. Bless his heart. Good will, for him. Will Pete Buttigieg, the transporta- actual transportation secretary, go? Oh, dear. We no. don't know about that one. Yeah. We have possibly a classic rock supergroup. I think it's wonderful. It's next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. No, I'm going to refer you to the comments that I made to the press because uh, right now I'm taking some personal time and I'm walking down the street. He's taking some personal time. Yeah. He's walking in the street and he has no time to talk about anything that would fall under his purview as Transportation Secretary. That was Pete Buttigieg last night. Is it is it just me or is if you're the Secretary of Transportation, the Secretary of Defense? Okay, imagine he's the Secretary of Defense oh, and God. we just launched a war against somebody and he's walking down the street and says that to somebody. This is my um, own personal, personal time. time. Um, I, you know, there's a, a catastrophe going on in this little town of East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, I think there's 4,900 people in this little town. It, it's been, it, 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 they, they, their eyes are burning, they, they, they're afraid to go home, they're afraid to drink the water, they don't know if it's safe, they don't know what the long-term effects are, and this guy's got personal time because he's walking down the street. I did 12 interviews today, I love that part. I'm going to refer you to those, or our media relations department. Uh, come on. This was, and granted, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, somebody from the Daily Caller walking beside him on the street. I get that, but you could say something. Yeah, say anything. Or commit say, to you know something, what, you anything, what, whatever. Hey, you know what? I, I feel sorry for these people. Uh, I'm taking it under advisement. We're working with them, and we're going to take care of them. Yeah, and something. just say, you know, sorry, I got to go. Do something. Say anything. This guy's always on personal time. Oh, jeez. It's a piece of work. Well, when it takes the former president to announce that he's going for anybody to actually take action, right. that kind of speaks volumes. When FEMA said they weren't going to help these people, I think... I think collectively the entire country just went, what is wrong? Amazing. Amazing. And and granted, you know, it's not a natural disaster, but you can't sit there and look at these people and just turn your back on them. There's got to be some, you know, way around whatever rule it is that FEMA works by. I was like, and sure enough, they found one after the fact when they found out Trump was going, okay, we'll show up now. Yeah, exactly. And I think people get that. And, and, you know, it's not just a headline. It really is true that just the timing of this thing where we just – 
We're up to how many billions now given to Ukraine? Well, it was 113, I think they figured it out. And Biden just dumped another. Yeah, so we're probably close to 500 million over there. They do see that and they say, even if it's not FEMA money, there's federal money to help these. These are American citizens, for God's sakes. You know what? This and is ridiculous. The railroad company is offering them, and, and I, I hope, please, no one took this money because I'm sure if they accepted money from the railroad company, that negates the possibility of a future lawsuit for them. Yeah. Uh, they gave them $1,000 to relocate to like a hotel and $1,000 in convenience fee or something. So the most a person could get was 2000 bucks. And I'm thinking, I can't live three weeks on 2000 bucks. What is that going to do? If you were displaced out of your home, if you lived really close to that wreck, that wouldn't cover the hotel. No. Wow. You know, so what do you, and, and how far away are you going to go? Are you going to just leave everybody? Oh, sorry, you got to go. Can't go to work anymore. Wow. What if you work in that town? Then you're, you're like doubly in trouble. Can't go to work, can't go home. It's terrible. Yeah. Poor it really people. Is. So we're going to get a lot of, uh, there's going to be a lot of video, a lot of audio of Trump. I don't know when he arrives, though. He's, uh, he's free roaming Trump now. We don't get the, when he was in the White House, you'd get the agenda. Well, know yeah. exactly when he was going to be there. When or when? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know if where he's going, when he's going, how he's going. I would assume he's taking his jet, but he'll land in Cincinnati probably and just drive from there. But I, you know, his Secret Service team knows when he is, and I'm sure the people or the officials in East Palestine know when he's showing up. So, wow, we just don't know. All right, better news. You ready for this? A super collab between the Beatles. And these guys. It's not just hype. Since you brought it up last hour, Jennifer, yeah. looking more into this, it's going to happen. Yeah, apparently the Rolling Stones have been working on an album. And they've been working on this new album for a long time because Charlie Watts is still on it. And he died, what, late last year? Yeah, so he did his parts so a while ago then. He did his... Uh, the first, the album was originally called, when they were all getting together the first time, called The Bigger Bang. That was in 2005. I don't know if McCartney played on that album, but somewhere along the line, one of the Beatles played on the, the Rolling Stones album from 2005. This is, Paul McCartney has already recorded the bass parts for some of the songs on the upcoming album, and Ringo <laughs> Starr is going into the studio. I don't know if he's already done the work, and I don't know if Ringo would have been asked if Charlie Watts was still alive. So it's interesting, but it'll be at least I thought it was the first time the two major groups got together. Yeah, I mean, they've done one off, you know, uh, there was that thing. Oh, God, what was that called? It was this Christmas special thing. They were all together. It was 68 and they didn't release it. And then they finally had that. that John Lennon was playing with with Keith Richards and all this other stuff. But and they've known each other for years. Obviously, right. It's so. It's, I, it's, I think it's going to be great. I think it'd be wonderful. Wouldn't it be great? I think Dino was the one who said they should go on tour together. <laughs> I don't know if Paul McCartney is going to share a stage with Mick Jagger, but I, I think he wants it. his own stage. I mean, good lord, it's <laughs> it's twenty twenty three. They've been doing this for sixty years. Don't you think it's time to put the egos aside and just give the people what they want? Let's go. Did anybody tell Keith this is going on? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> does it, does it make a difference? Fine. <laughs> I'm sure Ringo would gladly go. Oh yeah, you know, sure. He seems like the the most jovial of the Beatles. Oh, he was the one that was the most upset about you know them fighting, and he left. And yeah, it's uh, remember the Abbey Road special, the Peter Jackson thing. Oh God, how upset Ringo was! He just kept to leave, and he goes, "This, this stinks. <laughs> I'm not. This I'm not is no fun. This is no fun anymore. No, oh, gotta go. They should, that would be great. And it doesn't. You know, it's not like they've all of them have been inactive. They haven't. What would be really cool though? So, so say you know McCartney and in. in 
and Mick Jagger can't bury their egos. But like at a Rolling Stones concert, all of a sudden here comes Paul McCartney walking on stage playing the guitar. Oh, the come place on. would go like bananas. Be fantastic. You know, that'd be way cool, or vice versa. Even the album. I hope it's just not like a little guest appearance here and there. I hope it's an actual full on collaboration. It would be nice, but I, I think it's just kind of like a guest appearance. But at least it's better than nothing. Well, that's true. You know? You're right. It's better than what we had before, Bill. Wow. All right, we got some more uh, headlines to go over coming up next. We also have this. I'm a little worried about Britney. Britney Spears. Is it an act? No, I think she's going crazy again. Really? I hate to say it. Oh, that's so sad. I know, but uh, some, of these, some of these Instagram videos, oh, boy. they need to take them down. Wow. She needs to be banned from Instagram. Oh, boy. Mm. That and uh, some mm. more stuff on uh, Ash Wednesday. Yes, good. Because I knew you were looking for information on Ash Wednesday. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I have looked. I'm done looking. Everybody need, Everybody was wondering, I'm sure. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. They're telling us this could be a pretty serious storm. So we prepare accordingly. We're ready for it. It's, I, I almost that? feel bad. That, Jen, is Minnesota Governor Tim Walz. Oh. They are getting hammered with this winter storm we've been talking about. And the reason why we're talking about it is it is going to affect our Florida travel for the foreseeable future. Uh, standstill in Minnesota this morning. They got power knocked out to nearly 200,000 Californians. Wow. As 80-mile-per-hour winds and blizzards start to lash more than 60 million at 6 million people across the country. This yeah. is a big one. Yeah, it's it, to give you an idea, it started in California. It's going across this, the country. I, I guess the last day that it'll affect today as it moves into tomorrow is near Michigan. And then they got to worry about western New York and upper New England starting after tomorrow. But they say Minneapolis could get two feet of snow. And what they did was with Michigan, they kind of separated the state. They said the northern part of Michigan could get two feet of snow. But the southern part of Michigan, like where Detroit is, could get a quarter inch of ice covering everything. Yeah, it's nasty. And, so and it just affects good. so much of the country that it's uh, yeah, it's a big deal. Well, and they say the wind's the worst. You get 60 to 80 mile an hour winds wow. and snow. That, that's one heck of a blizzard. Oof. That's not good. You're so not nothing's flying. So if there is, you know, if flights are affected, yours may be affected leaving here from South Florida. So just call. Was a little bit of good airline news, though, that you had from United. They're getting smart. Why, what took so long on this deal? I, that's a great question, you know, because airlines are greedy. You know, they, they want more money. They nickel and they don't even nickel and dime you to death. They 50 and 100 you to death. <laughs> it's, you know, oh, you want more leg room? Oh, you want to be able to put your shoes on while you're on the plane? Uh, that's another $50. What United Airlines found out is if you have kids 12 and younger, I guess you could lie if they're little children, uh, and you're looking to get all four seats together, traditionally, if you go to pick a seat, it's like, oh, you got to pay extra for it. So with two people, you can maybe suck it up and say, okay, I'll pay the extra 100 bucks, 50 bucks a person. When you got four people, it's an extra $200. Sure it is. And, it, it, and that's each flight. So if you're taking like a three-leg trip, it's, it's a lot of money. So anyway, they United is going to weigh waive the extra fees if you happen to have four in a party or six in a party and you want to be together and the only place they can put you is in the more expensive seating, they'll waive the charge. That's kind of rare to sit that closely together with that big of a party anyway, isn't it? Yeah, well, what did That's you crazy. Th- what did you do with your kids when they were little? I said, put them back there. I don't care. <laughs> 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 we want 
that's a piece of quiet. Put him in the back of the plane. I gave mine to other families. No, I yeah, go with those family. That looks like a nice family. Go sit with them. Hey, kids, go blend in. <laughs> No, but it's true. And in most, you know, the way that most planes are configured, you got three and then two, and that, you know, yeah. so you'd always have somebody that's, you know, so. uh, the odd ball out. So. Yeah, that's me. That's the way it works. <laughs> that's always the case, Jack. Sure. Go sit by yourself over there. Anyway, uh, in, in swampy type news, while the president, uh, former President Trump, is going to be in Ohio visiting those people and offering support to each Palestine, you got a new hat in the ring to consider for president. You may have heard him before, maybe not. He's not exactly a household name, but boy, is this guy interesting. Vivek Ramaswamy. Very good job on his name, by the I way. Don't, I think I might have massacred the last name still. Well, he's the executive chairman of Strive Asset Management. Uh, he's from Ohio. Uh, 37, young guy, really smart. I mean, he's a slacker. Went to Harvard and Yale. No. He's a double slacker. Uh, he's the co-founder of this Strive Asset Management, which he started because of the ESG activities of all the other big investment companies. Like Vanguard and yeah. environmental, societal, and uh, governance investing. So right. they would put a rating on all these companies, and that's why all the woke stuff happened. He calls himself. This is his thing. It's a side issue for other politicians. This is this guy's thing. He calls himself the anti woke warrior. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, but uh, what was interesting is this Strive Asset Management. Uh, his investors that started it: Peter Thiel, who he worked for, oh, wow. and J.D. Vance, who also worked for Peter Thiel. Okay. So I didn't realize the senator, though, from Ohio had that much money. I didn't either. Apparently, they all did well in investment banking. Well, good so for them. Good for them is right. So he, like they all do, they release an announcement video, right? Listen to what he says, though, about diversity here. I, I think he said it better than any of us ever could. We have obsessed so much over our diversity and our differences that we forgot all the ways we're really just the same as Americans bound together by a common set of ideals that brought together a divided, diverse, headstrong group of people 250 years ago. I agree with that. He said that so well. We're so focused on diversity, it's anti-unity. So true. We're not coming together. We're dividing with identity politics. It's got to stop. Yeah, it's craziness. It really is. I can't tell you how many friends, people I know have lost. I haven't lost any because we don't talk politics, but because of politics. Oh, God, I know. I know. Oh, no, can't talk to her anymore. Why not? Uh, Democrat. Yeah. Republican. It's like, really? Well, you gave me a good <laughs> okay. reminder. It's just about time since you came back from the medical leave. I need to go over your Facebook friends list again. <laughs> I need to break out the hatchet. <laughs> Hand it over. I was pretty quiet for four months. People were like, where are you? I got to clear out some people, Jen. <laughs> Recovering. Leave me alone. Right. Leave me alone. Yeah. I, I, I look at Facebook now and I go, you're right. Every time I see something, Bill's right. It's a brag book. I could care that you're on a lovely cruise that I, I can't know, afford. But I do it too. Everybody does it. It's for birthday reminders and bragging about stuff. Yeah, I brag about my granddaughter. That's Good. About it. But you should. You know, she's it's, cute to look at. So. Yeah. It's, it's too much of the divide, though. It's too stupid. And no one's ever won, by the way, a political argument on Facebook. No. You, no. you don't convince anybody. No. All it does is get more people involved and more comments involved and, and more people divided. Yeah. Because 50% are going to go one way, 50%, and maybe it'll go your way for a little bit, and then you get killed by the other side. Yeah. I don't have, I try to stay out of politics. I never talk politics. I know. On, at least on social media. And today? It's craziness. Today is actually a holy day. Oh, yeah, it's Ash Wednesday. I, I cannot. There's a church. There was, it's St. Andrews, I think, and Stewart had oh, drive The angels are still singing. Oh, we got to pay them five bucks. Uh, All right, they're done. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. 
there was a church <laughs> the, for a number of years, and I can't figure out whether or not they're doing it this year. It does not look that way. Uh, a Catholic church in Stewart that had drive up ashes. And Father McGrath there put like a really big cross on your head, Diener. You would be impressed. She showed me the pictures. Oh, my God. This guy, they like double. He was like two finger cross. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? It's, it was it's like, a big deal. It's a big deal. But I, it doesn't look like they're doing it this year. And I may be wrong, but if you know anybody who knows about St. Andrews and Stewart doing drive up ashes, let us know. If you're new to this whole thing, um, this is the start of Lent. And many will be fasting and avoiding things they consider bad habits over the next 40 days. The website openbible.info. I'm going to have to check this out. It's a thing. Openbible.info tracked Twitter data to identify Twitter itself and alcohol among the most common items mentioned as something users are giving up for Lent this year. Oh. How about that? Okay. What are you giving up, Twitter? It's probably a good thing. Coffee and meat, the other common choices. Wow. Coming up in the, uh, the other ones are chocolate, sugar, fast food, all making the top ten. All stuff that's bad for you. Well, yeah. You know? Fast food makes sense. It does make sense. You know, it's like indulgences, things that you normally enjoy. And, right. You know, maybe it's also a good excuse to, like, start a diet. You say, well, it's Lent. I can give up, uh, you know, McDonald's or Burger King. And, sure. You know, help you get on, a, on the right track. But it's all about penance, Jen. <laughs> Not enough days for my parents. I hate to tell you. Like I said, I'm, gi- I'm giving up Lent for Lent. No. Do you know anybody other? Dina, do you give up something? I he said he's undecided. It. That's why I was trying yeah. to get my ideas. You know, those, friend, those a friend of ideas. mine, without without exception, every year, Olivia. You know, Olivia. Yeah. She'll give up something, and like then she'll give it like for life. She'll never do it again. Oh, that's See? strong. Yeah. That's good. She used to be like a slurpy queen. Yeah, because right next to her, the elementary school her son went to, there was a Seven Eleven. So she'd stop and get a slurpy. She gave him up for Lent like eight years ago. She's never had a slurpy well, since. That's willpower, right there. Oh, she's she's amazing. It's wow. like how do you give this stuff up? Not me. We didn't get to this one, but uh, Britney Spears is, should give up Instagram Ooh, for Lent. I think Britney Spears needs help. I think she's going I'm nuts sorry. again. I hate to say it. I know. It's she's back good. on the crazy train. Oh, we'll, t- <laughs> we'll talk about that and uh, see if we get any details on Trump going to East Palestine, Ohio, for those people. It's coming up next. East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. When adulting gets to be too much, Bill Adams has the solution. Listen to the Cool Dad Rules wherever you get your podcasts. And listen here on Fridays at 645 p.m. Are you going down there? What's up? Are you going down there at all? Um, yep, yeah, I am. When are you going? Uh, I'll share that uh, when I'm ready. Despite the wind, if you could hear through that, that was no. Pete Buttigieg, Transportation Secretary, last night. Yep, yep, I'm going. Yep, yep. It's on personal time, though, Bill. Don't yeah. bother him. Well, when are you going? I'll, I'll share that coming yeah. up. So, yeah, when yeah. I make up my yeah. mind. Yeah. I get it. It was a street interview, and he was with his significant other there. I get that. But still, you can say something. You know what was interesting at the end of that? He turns to the reporter from the Daily Caller who kind of sandbagged him. And he goes, can I get a photo with you? He said that. Oh. Sure, she's on the list now. She's blackballed. We'll never talk to you again. (laughs) He'll send that to every Democrat there is in the organization and say, don't ever talk to this girl again. Persona non grata. But but we don't know if he's going, but former President Trump will be there today in East Palestine. We just don't know which time. Well, the thing is, am I wrong in thinking as Secretary of of the Transportation Department— you are always on. You're never on personal time. Especially with something like this. When there's a, an emergency for the... I'm sure these people of East Palestine are just thrilled that he's, Pete Buttigieg hasn't showed up yet. He sent one tweet. He's spoken about it twice and sent one tweet about it. you got to be kidding me. And that's it. Well, it's an EPA issue now. Yeah, I get that. 
you know, but the cause of this, can you, can you, other people who are down the line from this particular train line, can you, can you assure them that yeah. stuff like this isn't going to happen? Uh, what can, are you doing? Can you tell us you're talking to the rail companies? Well, and then right after that, they had the derailment in Detroit. They had another one yesterday where it was outside of Houston. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, this may happen more often and, and, and than not, but we don't hear about it. But now you're hearing about it because of what happened with this toxic leak. I, but I, okay, I'm really stupid. I'll admit that. I didn't realize toxic chemicals were shipped via railway. And that there was always this potential that some kind of catastrophic event could take place. Sure. I Don't ask me how I thought they got from A to B, maybe by truck. I don't know why. It's kind of stupid on my part, but still, how many other trains are carrying toxic chemicals so this could be a viable scenario in another small town? I think people even understand that, but they're raising questions as far as how did it derail? No one's talking about that. Like, is there no maintenance on this? Like, where did, and you know what another question is that's popping up? How about this massive so-called infrastructure bill that they just passed? Yeah, I thought it was to redo the rails. Where's the money for that? Maybe they didn't get to that project yet, but where is it? Or they just go to climate deals. We gotta save the. We gotta have you eat bugs to save the climate. Okay, well you're not saving the planet, doing it any good with toxic chemicals being burned off. That's okay. That's the biggest thing of all. You know who's absolutely stone silent about this? The climate alarmists. Yeah, where are you? They've said nothing. Yeah. Where's because, Al Gore? Where's Greta? Yeah. Well, I'm surprised Greta isn't there. Not that. You know, you're killing the earth. Uh, they were killing people. Never mind the earth. A toxic mushroom cloud. Burned over this thing. They didn't say a word. Yeah. They just told these people, get the hell out and don't come back till we tell you it's safe. Oh, what a joke. And I'm thinking, I'm not, you know what? There's going to be a documentary about this soon. It'll end up on, you know, the Discovery Channel or something. I hope so. And you're going to find out that all these horrible things happen that we don't know about. But these poor people, oh, you know, and awful. They, talk, I, they, they keep on going to this one retired couple and this poor woman, she's like, you know what? She said, we came here to a nice small town. We love Ohio. You know, we've got family members in other parts. We wanted to be close, but not too close. She said, the problem is people say, we'll move. She says, I, I love when people tell you that. She said, we're on a fixed income. Who's going to buy my house? Let's start there. And where are you going to go to? Leave and then your, where do I job. go? You know, she said, where, where do we go? Uh, you can't sell. She goes, we'd have to sell to move. She goes, I can't sell this house. No one can. Can't sell a house within a 10-mile radius. Mm. So uh, it, it's sad. And it's true. It'll always be like the Love Canal area, like the Cuyahoga River catching on fire. It's stuff you remember for the rest of your life. In the meantime, bad winter weather. It will affect us for travel, that's for sure. But other people have it worse. Millions of Americans under a winter weather alert. Big, powerful storm that started in California. Now it's reached with with massive snow and ice in the Midwest. But it started in California with 80-mile-an-hour winds. Wow. Yeah, they're saying parts of like Minnesota, Minneapolis are going, is going to get like two feet of snow. Yeah, they're getting buried. 60 mile an hour winds. Oof. And you know what? If you've never been in a, a true blizzard, it, there's no getting around it. You stay inside. Everything so, just shuts down. Some of the videos coming out now of uh, Minnesota highways, rough. Utah, wow. North, North Dakota, rough as well. Yeah, and then it's going east, and then it'll eventually hit northern New England. I think they said by... Thursday and Friday, by tomorrow and Friday. So this is affecting people across the across the country, either with blinding snow or rain or in sleet, so it turns to ice. They said Detroit's all of Detroit will be covered with a quarter inch of ice. Mm. That's a big deal. That's even worse than the snow. It is. I think it's more dangerous, it. right? You don't see it. It's it's not it's not good. Wow. Well, 
promised you this story before. I'm I'm, I'm worried. It's uh, official. We gotta we gotta put the Britney alert sounder in the sky and on the air. Oh no! There's trouble in Britney land. I, I think she's back in the crazy train. Really? Now listen, we were all supportive. Glad she she ended that conservatorship. She won her freedom. Got her money back. Great. But uh, she needs a little help. You think her father's sitting back going, told you so? I don't know. It's sad. She keeps on doing these Instagram videos. She but, seems like a loon. Okay, does she do it because she wants people to think she's crazy? I don't think or so. Or because she's crazy? I say no only because. <laughs> oh, dear. This is sad, but the last <laughs> time she did it, her fans, the fans, her huge, huge fan base, yes, they're yeah. still there. They're loyal. They're passionate. They were so worried about her, they called the LAPD by the thousands Asking for a wellness check to her house. Oh, dear. And they did. And then she got mad. So this time she said, <laughs> she, she did another video. She said, leave me alone. I, I, I'm fine. And this time when she released this video, she said, please no one call the police this time. Really? Uh, and was, then she uses a different, maybe she was trying to be incognito with the accent. She's showing off a bunch of dresses, moving towards the camera like it's 3D. And she, well, it's this. Okay, so last week, guys, I made a dress. It's really proud. A girlfriend helped me sew it. They sent me a dress I didn't have to make myself. What is up with the accent? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't get it. Apparently, I was wrong before. It's not an English accent. She's tr- attempting a, an Australian accent. I, I, well, it sounds well. It sounds English too. I don't know. Don't ever be a roller coaster. Never be a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh dear. We're, we're gonna need. Uh, we need intervention. What does that mean? Where's the husband? We need some help married? here. He's probably tied up in the closet. I don't know. He listens. He's like, <laughs> poor guy. Really? <laughs> I don't know. By the way, guys, this story just got more inter- interesting. Really? What, the Britney Spears one? Yes, because I was trying to find the video. I thought maybe this could be blog worthy. I was oh, going to no. check it out. Right. And oh, there's no. other videos of her throughout the past of speaking in British accents at random times. Oh, no. Why is this a thing that she does? I don't know. She uh, she says at the end of this, she texts it, do not call the cops if I if I delete my Instagram. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. And she slammed claims of a failed intervention again. Oh, so, dear. Oh, it's not good. Someone keep an eye on Britney, please. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there he is. Where is that guy? Whatever happened to him? Chris Crocker. Chris Crocker, how do you yeah. know his name? He's oh. probably the one filming the videos. I don't know. <laughs> he was like one of the original viral guys on YouTube. Oh it was like 2009 God. or something. I don't remember that. Somewhere in there, yeah, maybe even earlier. He was a nut too. All right. Well, we've got uh, <laughs> Rapid Fire coming up in just oh, a couple cool. of minutes. Just past 8.30. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. We'll go around the horn. Jen's going to start it off. Some news stories of the day. What do you got over there? Well, which one would you rather hear about? I'll oh, give you a, a choice. choice, okay? The wild pigs or a Floridope? Ooh. We need a good Floridope. Yeah. And this one, this yeah, one, well, this one, I don't know if it qualifies as a Floridope. It, it might be the people that helped him could be the Floridopes. Okay. Clearwater guy. He's doing fine. Perfectly healthy. Returned home from the hospital last Tuesday. Okay. Last week, he went into cardiac arrest. Paramedics Uh declared he was dead. Oh, geez. What's going on with this guy? After they left, though, a deputy noticed that Maxwell, still moving. Oh, boy. Called for more help. Paramedics showed up and said, he's very much alive. How could they declare? He's dead. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. 
<laughs> Maxwell's daughter told the reporters, if it wasn't for the deputy, her father would have died. Oh, my gosh. But he ended up, he went home, and they, they there were people trying to figure out what he was going to do with this house because he was dead. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, wow. I'm not dead. There's been they a lot of this I'm going dead. around lately. Remember the lady in the, I think that was Ohio, wasn't it? No, it was Detroit. Oh, God. Oh, I heard you say yeah. that. That was before I got back. They, they brought her to the, the funeral home, right? Yeah, so right. They, they called the, the assisted living facility and they said, yeah, um, that lady you sent over, she's not dead. Uh, can you problem. imagine that? What is going on with these people? That's, that Kid. might be my greatest fear. Wow. Buried alive. Oh, no. Wait, but I'm not dead. Yeah, no, it's too late. And, and he's right. fine. It says here on my paper, you are, You're sir. Dead, so. so, But, I, I mean, they, they declared him dead. And now he's okay? Well, yeah. That's he crazy. came home from the hospital, and there were people were asking him. Somebody was asking him what he was going to do with his house. Not that he died. <laughs> not knowing it was him. I'll tell you what, you know what I mean? I'm not dead. <laughs> a pretty good way of you know you can just like start over you know oh Maybe you can start some, over but you, yeah. and you find out who your friends are yeah so who, true. who was making plans to show up for your funeral who was mm-hmm. just who was trying moving to into your house just trying you to yeah, dead? trying to steal your house who was hitting on your wife yeah exactly it's hmm? true. It's a lot wow. of things that could be revealed if you die Very i tried they caught me <laughs> <laughs> they caught me they stopped it <laughs> Well, we've got uh, the Oscars coming up before long. Next month they will be. Mm-hmm. I think it's March twelfth. March twelfth. Yeah, it's a Sunday night. The Can't o- wait. only reason why we're talking about it is they've gone even beyond ridiculous for Hollywood. Oscars will now have a crisis communications team on site. Oh boy, ready to jump in and start tweeting in case something goes awry, like the slap last year. Oh, not actually jump in and like stop Will Smith from coming onto the stage. They would just. They don't care about that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. They just care about the bad PR. <laughs> Get- it's what this is. They got to make it look good. Jump on a situation. Exactly. Now, they got Jimmy Kimmel. He'll take care of it. Yeah. Because it'll all be about him. Sure, it will. It's a rapid response team on set. And this is kind of a common thing in the PR industry. They all have rapid emergency response people. They send out something goes bad. You do. You start, you know, you got to change the like narrative. At the Super Bowl? Like, do they have a team like that there? Do. Oh, the NFL? Absolutely. Okay. They'll spin the story right away. Um, the Academy's president told Time Magazine the organization realized it needs to be prepared for events that aren't planned during the ceremony like last year's slap. I remember everybody was trying to figure out, was that real? Was that planned? No, it was hey, Chris Rock goes, oh, it was real, all right. <laughs> He's still supposed to do some type of um, like Netflix uh, sp- uh, special talking about that. He did. He finally added it to his stand-up routine, but uh, it was like months later. Is, so he talks about it now. I don't know what he says. The but. best way to get over something this bad Speaking of PR, would be to joke around about yes. it. So is Will Smith a presenter this year? They should have Chris Rock start to run up on stage. That's right. For like revenge, and then they just make a Are joke out of it. Are you kidding me? Hollywood would stroke out. That's sounds what they like do. That sounds happen. like they're not up for the fun. Or no. just have Will Smith and Chris Rock come out together to present an award. He can't oh, be God. there, can he? Come on. Can oh, that's he be right. there? He's banned. That's he's right. Banned. Like three years. <laughs> no, I know Semantics. he's banned from. Ah. He, but can his movies be nominated? That was the. Oh, gut maybe shot. not. Was it? No, I think he can't go, but his films his, can still be yes, nominated. Yes. I was like, well, what the heck? What, who wants to watch it on TV? <laughs> yeah. My like, pajamas. Right. Who Great. cares? I don't want to go anyway. All anybody will remember that year for is the slap. Not that he actually won an Oscar. That's right. He did. Yeah. That's sad. An idiot. Actor. Yeah. What the hell was the movie? See? That was King Richard. Oh, yeah. Yes. I saw it. Too. He was good. Nope. Just remember the slap. Well, okay. <laughs> here's a fun story for you guys. I'm just full of fun ones today. Thank you. You may have heard about this, but it's kind of flying under the radar, so that's why I wanted to bring it up. The Biden administration is preparing to sign the United States to a legally binding accord. Ah. 
with the WHO. The World Health Organization. Oh, I thought you meant the band. No, I was no, no. Say, oh, jeez, why? <laughs> that would that, be good. That, that would, would be, be down good. for. Yeah, have rock and roll at the White House. Yeah, <laughs> but this would give <laughs> the WHO the authority to dictate America's policies during a pandemic. No, no. See, that's the problem. That's that's what Trump got us out of. And right. They, Biden got him back into it. No, you so don't. We don't, don't give that. them total control. No, no. Well, now, look what happened to Fauci, and he wasn't even part of WHO. Exactly. Now, in the end, you know, this would be something that I think the states could get past anyway. Right, I mean, they could come out and say, "Hey, here's what you should do. You know, here's here's well, the yeah. regulations you should follow." But in the end, just like DeSantis was doing, you know, after we were locked down for maybe like a month, he said, "Okay, this isn't working. We're not going to lock down anymore." Now, hopefully, there's no there's no pandemic, so we don't have to worry about this. But wow, I just yeah, thought this was kind of ridiculous if, if when they, I saw it. If they sign it, though, does the federal law supersede state? It shouldn't. I mean, that kind of supersedes but the Constitution. It wasn't it? supposed to now, in this yeah. past time, though, and it did. That was that was another big problem. The fact the that end. they can just do this without Senate no, approval, I, by I, the way. I, I hate this. This is, this is an atrocity. No, I don't like it. You can't wow. just sign us up for something without any you know, oversight. And what we learned was, and this has not changed, by the way, is how much control China has over the World Health Organization. Yeah. They're the main sponsor of the damn thing. Exactly. They run it. God. They run it. So, another one to keep an eye on. Oh, you're Dinner? full of uplifting oh, ones yes, today. I know. <laughs> All right, I'll get even. You're trying Dinner? to get over the monkey story yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. That was wrong. <laughs> okay. Yes. Diener, yes. the onus is now on you. Okay. You have been you have been shellacked oh, by whack. this guy in California. Me? I am, like, you were like wimpy. Oh, no. California man just earned the Guinness World Record for visiting Disneyland. The most times in a row. Hey, you know what? I got a bone to pick with this guy. Why? Well, you got a real big bone to pick with this guy because wait till you hear how many times he's been in a row. How dare he try to upstage me? Oh, he beat the crap out of you. <laughs> 2,995 times in a row. Oh my gosh. How do, you walk, how do you go to the same place that many times? He must live right near him, right? We come here a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I bet you we haven't True. been here 2,995 times. I don't know. How many years is that? That's I, ooh, that's a good question. Come Let me on, Rain Man, figure that out. out. This guy has to also live like right next to Disneyland. Yeah. Isn't, it, isn't it easier to go to Disneyland than it would be the world? I don't know. It's, well, it's I smaller. Guess it's smaller. So if you live in that area, then you can go and there. I think easier because visiting, it's like yeah, street and, level. Yeah, but visiting qualifies as walking through the gate. He okay. didn't actually have to go well, on then rides. He, then he just goes home. Yeah, I mean, he home. just has to walk in nah. and say, I was here. See you later. Bye. I'm with Diener. I don't know about this guy. I guess he stopped going because of the pandemic. Was that the thing? He no, always would have kept going. I don't know. This, this Did guy. you figure out how many times that is? Yes. How many years? How just, many years? Just a little over eight years. Oh, my gosh. So for eight oh, years, he was going no life. every single day to Disneyland. Wow. Wow. He's got a happy home life. Yeah, no kidding. Where are you going today? <laughs> We're going on vacation. No, can't go. Got to go to Disneyland go tomorrow. I got to tell you, though, if I lived like right next to like my buddy, I went to his house a few weeks ago, and he's yeah. like right behind Disney is where his house is. If I lived that close, I would just go for lunch, hang out for an hour, and go home. I, th- I would love that. You're still stuck in traffic, though. Yeah. Well. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Watch. We get an update to the story. This guy's homeless. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're an odd duck, Diener. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you remember last year we had the study? It was the world's largest four-day work week pilot program study. It was I in the remember. UK. Oh, right. yeah. But they worked in, I mean, it's a massive study. They worked in economists from uh, Boston College, University of Cambridge, and they worked with a bunch of employers, big right. and small, to see how it worked out. And? Want to take a guess how the four-day work week worked out? Horribly. I'm, I'm hoping it went well because- Awesome. Yeah, this is why our test balloon. 61 companies participated, 3,000 employees 
It went so well. Almost every one of these companies is considering doing this full-time. Really? More productivity, happier people. The only requirement was they couldn't cut salaries or benefits. The workers got 100% of their pay. 100% of the usual work had to be done. You can't slack off. A resounding success. See, that's what we were saying, that it would be. Right. Because then you you don't feel as beaten down or dragged out by the end of the week or, you know, the, the case of the Mondays. Here's the psychological part of it, though, right? After it was all done, 15% of the employees in the in the exit interview said no amount of money whatsoever would get them back to working five days a week oh, after doing this. Wow. <laughs> they got a taste of it. They got a taste of freedom. So how would you want to work that? So would they, Or how did they work that? Did they have off... Monday or did they know. have a Friday? I don't know. They I, think what the, I think what they did is they or rotated it so okay. somebody was always on. Gotcha. And this is why it's successful. That makes sense, yeah. Because, you know, you may work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm working Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right. Monday. They, you know, uh, and they let them pick. They gave the employees a choice of what schedule they wanted. So they were happy with what they picked right. because they picked it. Fewer sick days, less burnout, less turnover, end result. Yeah. Okay. So now we start huh? pushing for three. So you, know, you can have... A- Our show ends Thursday at 10. <laughs> That's have right. A nice weekend. <laughs> so you could be done like, a, you know, have like Thursday off or something like that. Yeah, yeah it'd be cool. So how about this? <laughs> I swear this is not a depressing story, but it is an interesting one. A large iron ball. Have you seen this? No. Has washed up on oh, a beach in Japan. What's it, like an old bomb? How does it wash up? That's like what a, I thought. Like a, like a cannonball kind that, of thing? Right, or that's, a mine. That's what I thought, too. So that was everybody's first speculation because they closed this beach. It's in, uh, if you're in the area or plan on going to Enshuhama Beach in Hamamatsu City, Japan. <sighs> that's where okay. I was going for spring break. Well, not anymore. <laughs> they closed the beach down because they thought, okay, what is this five-foot iron metal? Five foot? Yes. This metal orb, five feet in size. Why is this on the beach all of a sudden? So they thought this must be an old-time you know, war mine or something like that. Bomb squad came. They said it poses no threat. It's hollow, and they have no idea what it is. <laughs> but it's a, they know it's old, right? Yeah. They, they, well, they haven't said how old it is, actually. They haven't even said, you know, when wow. you look at it, it's oh, all rusted and everything. This is Japan? This is Japan. Oh, God. Uh-oh. What's the matter? Godzilla egg. No! Oh, it's not a Godzilla uh, I'm egg. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right it's now. Metal. Okay. All right. <laughs> Tell me they, they start cracking this puppy open. You wait. What's oh, coming no. out of there? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. There it is. It's coming. It's a Godzilla Maybe it's like a piece of art that fell off a ship or something. I, I'm going with Godzilla egg. Or it could be a Godzilla egg. Either way, it's a mysterious five-foot metal orb that is washed up onto this beach in Japan. I got no, a bad, wow. bad feeling about that one. It's not good. Mm. It's hollow. Wow. You think it was anyway. There's <laughs> yeah. yeah, a the hole on the is, other side of it. What, what was in it? Godzilla. It's well. not Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> baby Godzilla. It's not baby Godzilla. I'll keep an eye on Would that you one. Kill for you baby guys. Godzilla? Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, I killed baby Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> the old Jeb Bush. All right. Oh goodness. That wraps up this version of Rapid Thank Fire. We'll God. have another one in an hour or so. <laughs> This one went long, actually. 45 minutes from right now. Uh, we've got more headlines coming up next. The visit to East Palestine, Ohio for uh, President Trump. But we got some rock and roll news. A major collaboration may be happening. This is a big deal. That and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. President Trump is going to hit East Palestine, Ohio today. We don't know what time exactly, but he is going to go. He committed to that over the weekend. I think it was Sunday. You know what I was just wondering? He's he's committed and he's flying. I wonder if he can fly. 
because of this storm. How far south is this storm going? Is it oh, going to a, affect Cincinnati? I don't think it's going as far That's a good point, too, because that Cincinnati. is a massive snow snowstorm that's coming across from right. it started in California, actually. Then it hit the Midwest, and it's going to affect, they say, 60 million people. That's a good point. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's going that far south, though, because I know it affects Michigan. Right. But I don't know if it, it's going to dip into that far south in Ohio. The other development is from the EPA. So they come out yesterday, which is how many days? Cl- closing in on two weeks. February 3rd, I think yeah. it was, right? Uh, where they ordered the train rail company, which is Norfolk Southern, to clean up the mess at the actual derailment location. See, but I I looked at that. When I saw that, I was like, why are you ordering them? Aren't they like right. liable to begin with? It's like common sense. You, It was your train that derailed. You were carrying the stuff. Maybe it's whoever owns the toxic material. Uh, that could be too. Maybe that's what the right. railway was saying. They're responsible for the cleanup. Here's what the EPA said. EPA is ordering Norfolk Southern to conduct all necessary actions associated with the cleanup from the East Palestine train derailment. Okay, but why did it take them that long? I don't know. Good to question. actually make a statement. This has been going on for almost three weeks. You would think that would have been immediate, or it's just maybe they had to make a statement. Shouldn't it be assumed? This may tell you that this this train company is doing nothing. Well, it's also remember that the, they didn't send anybody to the original town hall meeting, that right. being the railway company, because they were feared for their employees' lives. So it was like, okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no one's going. It's like, all right. I don't know. It's, it's sad, but uh, it, it should be interesting to see when Trump goes. And hopefully he can get in and get out. Yeah, that, that'll so. be Buddha Judge's reason for not going, by I the do. way. <laughs> he's, now he's got a weather excuse. <laughs> I, I can't go. Weather's bad. I got to worry about, you know, cars on the roads in Indiana. Oh, it's amazing. Got to go to my hometown. Well, it's, the weather was really bad. Well, Trump got there. Well, well I, I yeah, he's got a special plane. Well, he caused the derailment, so, <laughs> you know. That, that That's another thing about Buddha Judge. He blamed Trump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Because he said, oh, you know, he he took all these restrictions and sanctions away from the railroad industry. That's why it derailed. I'm like, oh, please. Nonsense. You're like crazed now. Now you're just looking for reasons to blame this man. Unbelievable. Crazy, crazy. Well, we've got a great, great piece of news as far as rock and roll goes. Jen found this early today. What if the Beatles got together with... And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Rolling Stones. It finally uh, happened. Yeah, they've been friends for years, obviously. Rivals in the beginning. Remember the Stones versus Beatles? Which one are you? Yeah. yeah. But, Who, who's better? Yeah, it was all kind of nonsense. Now they actually may have a big collaboration. How do you like that? The Stones apparently have been working on an album for many years. Put it this way. Charlie Watts, who Charlie died Watts. last, he's, he's on all, all the songs so far. So they've been piecing this together for right. a while. Because so, he's gone. So they, have, they already have Paul McCartney has come in to play bass. On, they're not saying how many songs. I don't know if it's all the songs or just a smattering of songs. Right. And then Ringo Starr is coming in to replace Charlie Watts. So whether or not Ringo and Paul are in the studio at the same time is yet to be seen. It may be another year or two before we even see or hear this album. I don't know because it's been, it's been in the making for like three years now. Well, they're kind of piecemealing it together. Either way. I think it's great. I like Diener's idea. Why not do some live events? Yeah. How cool would that be? I mean, it would, well, come on. the ticket would be completely unattainable, but still it would be well, awesome. It, it, I think they need to make it a surprise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. Mick Jagger and up. the Rolling Stones are playing, and all of a sudden, you know, they, they take an intermission or something, they take a break, and they're just doing, you know, so, somebody's up there doing a yeah. riff, and the curtains open again, and Ringo's sitting at the... The, the drum set. Exactly. Or Something like that. Or Paul McCartney just comes walking out in the middle of the song. You know what's wild, too? is like, as old as they are, and they are, 
right? Yeah, they, they're upper 70s, 80, right? It's Everybody a- we're talking about, including remaining Beatles, as well as Stones, have been more active than some rock bands. So true. All touring, all doing things, all recording. God knows Paul McCartney has, and the Stones have been touring. And Ringo Starr has been doing that all-star band forever. And ever. In collaborations and appearing on other people's albums. Yeah, that's been all over the place. Yeah. Wasn't McCartney here last year? Mm, I think so. Yeah, he was in Orlando. That's right. I know he was around here. And the Stones came here, and I was going to buy tickets, and then I saw it was basically like a trip to Europe for the price, (laughs) for the same price. So (laughs) They came to Hard Rock Live. That's right. That's right. That's a smaller arena. Yeah, Yeah, boy. they, They need to do a stadium tour to be affordable. Is what it is. That's what it More is. Seats, yeah. If if you knew that Mick Jagger and Paul McCartney were going to be on the same stage together, that would be an unattainable ticket. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, it, it cost wise because one of them wants to get paid five million, the other wants to get paid ten million. So. They'd be fighting over who got more money. No, listen, don't worry about it, guys. We could easily get tickets here. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. No problem. Here's your Super Bowl act. It's Taylor Swift, and all of a sudden, (laughs) uh, (laughs) comes creeping up behind her. All right, anyway. We have some very special guests to talk about coming in here soon. Right in the uh, hallway right now. World champion, our neighbors, because they train right down the street at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Houston Astros coming in with the trophy. It's really nice looking. Don't look at it. Don't breathe on it. Don't touch don't it. Don't touch it. I know that much. I could <laughs> yell talk. that last It's time. actually it's a great celebration because baseball is back. Remember last year, we didn't have full spring training. It was the right. lockout. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So this is a celebration of sorts, and we're going to talk to him coming up next. The South Yay. Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. That's right. Baseball is in the air, baby. Right down the right down the street, ballpark of the Palm Beaches, in fact. That's where the world champion Houston Astros train. And we have him in studio with the trophy right now. Don't touch the trophy. I'm by not the even way. they won't even you, let me you, breathe on it. It's very close to you. And and your drink's right next to it. And I'm thinking, Richard with the Houston Astros, what is wrong with you that you put the trophy that close to Bill? No, we trust you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they get it out of I'm Italian. I speak with my hands, so you're out of arm's length. Here, so you're safe on my side. Richard Tapia, senior manager, entertainment marketing, and Armando is the actual guy. They call him the muscle. He's the handler of the World Series trophy in here too. He does he does let the literal head Heavy lifting in here to make sure that we don't touch this thing, right? Uh, he's the man, you know. Armando, wherever that trophy goes, Armando goes. Okay, so I, I got a question, Armando. When the trophy's <laughs> like sleeping at at the stadium and it's in its box, do you have to sleep next to it? Sometimes. Oh, <laughs> just in case. Depends on which radio station is coming in. Armando's big spoon. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were talking right before, right during the news break, before you guys walked in here with this beautiful trophy. What? First of all. Congratulations. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank you so Secondly, much. Secondly, how great is it that we can actually talk to, after the COVID stuff and then the lockout things, last year we were we were really iffy about spring training even happening here, and that's a big deal to us here in Florida, obviously, but we're full on this year, baby. Oh, yeah. It's it's so excited to be back. Yeah. Uh, you know, for a lot of us personally, you know, we haven't been back in full force really since, uh, you know, 2019. Yeah, no kidding. You know, 2020 obviously got shortened, and we didn't come back in 2021 the way we usually do, and last year with the... Uh, with the lockout, you know, and this year we're so excited to be here with yeah. winning the World Series and bringing baseball back to West Palm. It's awesome. It's amazing. You've had a good run at this ballpark, by You're the way, kidding, yeah. since they opened it in 2017. You know, we, don't change the grass. I mean, mess with it. Yeah, playoffs every year, and even the Nationals winning their World Series, you know, much at the, uh, you know, 
how much it breaks my heart for them to beat us. But <laughs> at the same time, it's, it's great for the area here. And, you know, and you want your winning. roommate to do well, don't you? Yeah. Like this is. <laughs> you know what? If somebody's going to do well, we, you know, we want our partners over here and at the complex okay. do well. I asked the stupid questions. Okay, so <laughs> j- just be prepared. You won this before, right? Like recently, two thousand. So we won in twenty seventeen. Okay, what happens to the other trophy? Does we, this one like take its place? We've got two of them now. Oh, so you built a bigger case. <laughs> we just built a bigger trophy case. Yeah. Uh, do they look alike? I'm trying to because you brought it yes, in. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's the exact same trophy. It's, it's identical except for the years. That, really? That noted on there. Yeah. You know what's so funny though? Oh, Armando's I didn't know that. Where's the year? Right in front. See, and it's, see, Armando is the only one who can touch. By the way, I'm looking at Armando radio. with this trophy. I, I don't mess with Armando. Is he armed? I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, will, he will take you have down you if you seen, touch this thing. Have you seen his arms? I'm just saying. He doesn't need weaponry. Uh, so they're all the exact same trophy. Yeah, they're they're pretty much identical. They changed the style of the trophy up. Uh, I guess about 15, 20 years ago, it used to be a, a, a little shorter, a little yeah. more, a little wider. Um, but yeah, the, the current one looks all like this. You know what's wild though? As much as I've seen this trophy or the other, you know, winning trophies on TV, I've never noticed until it was right next to us. Even though we can't touch it, there's the outline of a baseball with the stitches on. You know what it's looked like as we describe it here with the flags around it on top of the thing. It's a baseball inside. Yeah, so if you actually look down into the trophy, you're did, right. And until did you, you see know that? It, no, honestly. I didn't either. I mean, when, until you see it up close. And we took pictures. We'll put it up on the A50 Facebook yeah. so you can see us with the trophy. You can see the trophy. Jen took a cool picture from up top so you can see like what Bill's talking about. Mm. When you look down at it, you can see the baseball, but it looks cool. like a bridge. I was yeah. like, yeah. I was going to put it up and say, guess what this is? Because <laughs> it doesn't look like a trophy. All the fine detail. No, the amazing thing, like you guys got all got photos with it. We're, we're having a public event tomorrow night. Oh, that's right. Yes. It's oh, going to be Clematis, downtown right? West right. Palm Beach. Yeah. yeah. So fans can come out. We're going to bring a couple of players out, celebrate the world championship. And then after that, uh, fans are going to be allowed to, to get photos with the trophy and get up close. And, That's uh, really cool. Yeah. Is there any special, when the, the spring training games get underway, is there any special visitation things where you can see the trophy and you know come by? Yeah, absolutely. So opening day is going to be this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have the trophy out there uh, for you know, pretty much from the time the gates open till the the first pitch of the game. Right. Same thing on Monday, and then we're gonna get it back to Houston and uh, and make the rounds over there. But yeah, for the first couple of games, you'll be able to come out and get your photos with the trophy awesome. and, and see it. Does it go on tour ever by itself? Like, oh yeah. You know, like uh, the tro- your the Armando is a busy man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah this. Uh, We'll do probably upwards of, of two hundred appearances with the with wow. the trophy this year. Really? Through September, yeah. Holy cow. So that final out in the World Series, Armando's like, well, kids, we'll see you next year. I'm going to be busy. Dad's going on a road trip. Yeah. A lot of like overseas stuff, like, you know, to, like go to different countries and like ambassador type stuff from what mostly here in the, in, the, in the States. It's a lot of domestic appearances yeah. that we do, obviously here in Florida. Uh, with our ties here and then uh, all over Texas. But, I mean, he'll he'll be oh, going yeah. to our affiliates in North Carolina. He took a trip to Vegas two weeks ago. Oh, that's, right. Something. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You think about all the minor league parks and uh-huh. the affiliates there because they're all part of the organization. That's right. right. Yeah, and we want all of our fans to, to have a chance to see this trophy and be a part of it. And all right. So they send it everywhere. Jen uh, is being polite. She doesn't want to ask you, so I'm going to. Did you get a ring? Uh, we will be getting rings. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Armando gets a ring? Yeah. 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 Right. Armando gets yeah. a trophy. I'll wow. be honest. Our, our owner is terrific, and, and he takes care of everybody in the organization. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, you should. Yeah, so we'll be getting a, getting a ring uh, come April. Oh, that's nice. Do you know what it looks like? That, no, you know what? No they, previews? I, I've not gotten a preview. They keep it under lock and key what sure. it's going to look like. It'll be good. And I, I want to make sure it's a surprise for me, too, because I want when I see it for the first time, I want it to be... 
you know, it's like seeing your kid for the first time. Oh, yeah. 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 Tell him you want so as cool. many diamonds as there are flags. <laughs> I think there are probably going to be more. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's nice. That's pretty cool. Can you bring the ring by when you get it? I, I should, sure. yeah. When we come back, you know what? Come back. When we come back with this trophy again next year, there we'll, you go. Uh, we'll bring the ring. Okay. <laughs> bring two rings because Armando's going to have one, There you too, go. Right? Exactly. All right. So I, got, I, I get got to try it on. Like a, more of like a deep sports question, more more into the, the team aspect. I know you guys got to go, but it just popped into my head. We saw the, the clips after you won the World Series with Dusty Baker. Everybody felt so good for him. That All was the, nice. The players jumping yeah. on top of him and high fives, and everyone's so happy celebrating. He finally gets his World Series after such an incredible career. What was it like to be around just someone like Dusty Baker where he's been working for that for decades to get that moment? Man, you know, Dusty's the best. Uh, you know, I can't say enough about that guy and, and the kind of man he is. Uh, and so it was it was good to see him get his get his ring and, and kind of, you know, and be able to celebrate with him. And, and that was, it was an amazing moment for the organization. But really to see him, someone who's a lifelong baseball guy, 50 years in baseball. Oh, plus, yeah. You know, seen it all. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy, he's got all the stories and all the, you know, like. And so it was really, really That's fantastic cool. to see him get that. That's awesome. Okay, That's I really just, good. I just got a question for these guys because they're like big sports fanatics, and, <laughs> you know, big baseball fans. Were you always a baseball fan and always dreamed of working for a baseball league yeah, or a baseball you know, team? Yeah, honestly, I, I've been a, a, I'm fortunate that I work for the Astros. I cheer for the Astros growing up. I'm a lifelong baseball fan. And, uh, you know, when I went to college, I thought I wanted to be a doctor and couldn't pass biology, so you know well, uh, uh, that was, yeah, that was hard one to swallow. So uh, I went ahead and pursued baseball, and, and it's it, it's been an amazing career. I've been in baseball twenty plus years, and um, you know have seen some amazing things, and and it, I owe all my life to baseball. Well, you survived the Astrodome. I mean, come on, I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Well, good luck tomorrow night at Clematis by night. What time are you guys there? Yeah, so we're at Clematis by night tomorrow night from six to nine with the trophy. Uh, if you miss Clematis by night tomorrow, like I said, the trophy will be out at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches on Saturday and on Monday. Opening days on Saturday. Tickets available at Astros.com or ballpark of the Palm Beaches.com. A lot of great things happening all spring training long. Come out and see us. And go to the park. It's a great it's a park. Beautiful we park. We were talking off the air. They did such a good job in building shade in that park. Yeah. I can't tell you how important that is for spring training parks. My God. I love it too. It's so really uh, family friendly too, because like where the kids nice can job. go out, you know, towards where the guys are just practicing and everything yeah. and, and warming up. So it's it, it's an awesome park. I it really love it. is. Yeah. So when's opening day again? This Saturday. Right. And, uh, and tomorrow, tonight. When's when's Clematis? Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. Yep. Get down there, see these guys, see the team, get the trophy. You're probably gonna have some swag down there too. As well. Are the pitchers and catchers over there? Uh, right now, everybody is. Right? Everybody's here at spring training now. Yeah, report. Can you go watch them play? Absolutely, now? come out and see us. You know, they're, okay. they're practicing. Fans can come in. <laughs> Asking for a friend. That's all. No, come out out and see us. I, I, I hope to see you there. there you go. <laughs> Sounds like Jen's hunting for a pitcher or a catcher. <laughs> <laughs> She's just going to start to ask you about big contracts next. That's what's coming. <laughs> all the questions, all the hard questions. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Oh yes. No. Well, no, Richard no. Armando, f- congratulations on the World Series win. Thank you so Thanks. much. It's so nice to meet you. You know, our neighbors right down the street here at West Palm. Good luck with the event. The season coming up here. It's great. Thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. And uh, hope to see you guys at the ballpark. We may yes. be seeing you a year from now with the. 2023 trophy, the way things I are hope going. So. I really hope man, so. Or a strong organization, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. Good for you. Just, just remember don't to, for, forget uh, us when we show up. Okay? And, and, and <laughs> the rings. you got to bring the rings next time. We'll bring the, yeah, we'll bring the go. rings. Bring the rings, yes. <laughs> and if you happen to be at opening day and you see a crazy lady running around the berm out there running after players, it's her. Just give her, a, just give her a, Armada, you must yeah. know security. Give, give her a pass, yeah. would you? <laughs> All right, we got more headlines. Thanks, guys. Coming in uh, next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show, News Talk 850 WFTL. Welcome to uh, very, very holy and religious day. Yeah. It's uh, Ash Wednesday. No, it's National Margarita Day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so once they moved the World Series trophy out of here, well, we wanted to fire up the 850 blender. About darn time. Hey, what? Five o'clock somewhere. That's I want a strawberry frozen one, please. F- strawberry. <laughs> my, Jack What's the Dan- my Jack Daniels girl over here. What? What's wrong with a strawberry? I love frozen strawberry margaritas. Kristen loves those too, actually. That's a chick drink. Did you notice they're both girls? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Like I'd turn one down at the pool. I know. It gives you a brain freeze, though, if you drink them too fast. It's like, oh, God, no, don't. You got to be careful with that. Oh, my God. And they're dangerous, too, because they are tasty, and it's like you don't realize it's. Three or four later, you're like falling off the stool. Exactly. Boom. We stopped at a. Was it Cozumel? It was one of the cruises, and Lauren and I went. The kids were back on the ship just, like, playing. Lauren and I went to this, one of those. Like a senior frog kind of joint? Kind of, but it was, like, more a little bit more local, but they're not really. They served margaritas, and it looked like this. it was the size of a hat. <laughs> but they were so good and so smooth, I had so many. I didn't make dinner that night. Let me put it that way. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. That bad, huh? Last time I went, Good to, and bad. went to one of those places, like right off the cruise ship, uh-huh. yeah, they they rolled me in a wheelbarrow. Oh, yeah. It, it was, I was bad shape. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you hear the ship warning, like, oh, boy. Oh, God. Uh, Everybody's there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, 850WFTL.com. Uh, especially on the Facebook page, though, you can see a lot of pictures Diener's going to put up of the uh, the World Series trophy that was just in here. And don't forget about the Morning Show blog as well. That's on the app as well. All that stuff is on the app. Do you know what you put up other than the World Series trophy? You know what? Believe it or not. I learned something, by the way, about the World Series trophy. Yes. I didn't realize it was the same trophy every year. Yeah? Yeah. I thought they... it changed. See, it's, now, it's, see, it's way is, more impressive in person. Yeah, but this is a guy thing. Because if women design this and <laughs> I was like the owner of the Houston Astros or the whoever decides, I'd be like, no, Tiffany's, I want my own trophy. <laughs> you have to redesign it. Same and exact I would design. Think, yeah. I would think every team would want an individual trophy, not well, the same one. They get to keep the trophy. Okay. But so it's a different trophy. It's just the same design. So yeah, they all look the still, same. You know, the Montreal has the same trophy sitting in the stadium next to them. Oh, they I would, want a different one. They it's wish the them. same league. I don't care. <laughs> Chance like, no, I'm doing this different. Montreal wishes they had a trophy. They were going to in 1993. Oh, they don't have one? Oh, whoever it is. Sore spot for the Expos fans. Yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. That's I true. Not trying to be mean. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I thought the trophy was different every year. Like they designed it for that particular team. Gotcha. Well, the, the, I guess the Lombardi trophy is the same as well. Yep. Gets tossed so. and passed off. Yeah. The only one that physically watches. changes, I think, and really not that much except for names on it, I guess, would be Stanley Cup. Yeah. Mm. What it's, do they do with the... The rims they take out. They're they're at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Okay. And there's a bunch of them. This thing would have been like 20 feet tall at this point. Yeah, it gets bigger and bigger, right? Because the very top, imagine the Stanley Cup and the very very top is literally a silver cup. That used to be it. That was it. And then they lost it. I think it was Lake Ontario for a couple of years. It's got an unbelievable story. It was in the lake for a long time. Oh, yeah. Literally. I can't believe they still have the original one. Ah, these drunk Canadians were partying with it, and they, it <laughs> fell through the ice or something. Whoops. <laughs> they lost it. But it is. It's very large. 
Uh, speaking of storms and ice, oh, uh, they didn't take long. They've yeah. already canceled a thousand flights because oh. of this storm, and they're saying thousands of people, probably hundreds of thousands at this point, are without power. California. Was this it was San crazy. Fran- was, was that San Francisco we it, were looking it was, at? It was Northern California where the storm like started before it hit you know the upper levels and became. They they had eighty mile per hour winds. Yeah, they're getting wow. really high powered winds. I was listening to this show on the way in. This is a show on Fox Sports, and they do it out of California. And one of the guys was talking. He's like, "Yeah, the wind woke me up this morning." And I started oh thinking, "I'm like, that sounds like it would have to be at least sixty miles per hour because we've experienced that during a hurricane." It's like, how high are the winds over there? Eighty. Wow. They had uh, better now, but two hundred thousand Californians without power. And for them, that's wow. a big deal. Yeah, we may be seeing the owner of our company soon because Minneapolis is supposed to get 24 inches of snow. Hopefully, she can get out before that. I don't know. Uh, Their highways look awful. Denver International and Minneapolis Saint Paul are responsible for most of the cancellations as really? far as the airport goes. Yeah, Saint Paul's a pretty big airport, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a big hub. By the way, good point you made about an hour ago, Jen. Maybe a half hour ago. Trump is scheduled to get to East Palestine, Ohio, today. Well, the thing is that he may be able to get in. The question is, will he be able to get out? Because the storm's moving east across the country. I don't think, I know it. it's affecting Michigan, so therefore I'm thinking it is going to affect Ohio at least in some way, shape, or form. Where it is, Youngstown? It's near Youngstown, East Palestine? It's so, I mean, it's not that far away from Michigan. You know, it's not like it's Cincinnati, southern Ohio. It's it's more northern Ohio. So I got Trump Force One. We're gonna power through. So I, Fine. we're I going. Mean, that'll be <laughs> Buttigieg's reason for not going. But oh, I, it's a perfect out for him. I, I got a feeling it, it may also affect Trump because he may be able to get in, but not be able to get out. Yeah, we you know, still make it stuck when he was supposed to go there. So yeah, we, we so. just knew it was today that he had planned on going there. Yeah, and you know what? No offense, you don't want to argue with the pilot who tells you it's not safe to go. Well, you can't, really. You know, we're staying on the ground, sir. So hopefully that's not the case and he gets there. Watch Trump will land there. And the headline in the New York Times is going to be, Trump puts crew in danger by landing in Ohio (laughs) in storm. Remember they did that when he had COVID? Yeah. Oh, God. Trump puts Secret Service lives in danger by going in car while he has COVID. He tried to kill his Secret Service. And then they had what? Oh what remember, God, the, I think of all of them, the most outlandish Trump headline of all time, I think, was tried to grab the steering wheel of the beast. Yeah. I'll remember. That's <laughs> right. Tried to jump into the front seat. That's right. Oh, my God. They actually put that out there. They I, tried to grab the steering wheel and drive it to the Capitol like a madman. People are, people are crazy. <laughs> I swear. God. And they'll believe anything. Of course they will. That's, the that's why they do part. it. They believe anything. Oh you know what? When the Don Lemons of the world don't lose their jobs. He should be back on the air today, by the way. We yeah, don't I've watch CNN. I've been waiting CNN. for sound for that. I've not seen it pop up. Oh. Can we throw on CNN for like 30 seconds just to see if his mug is there? I'll try. Yeah. What is that thing even on? Is it like Don? He's on during when we're on, right? Yeah, he should be on now. Well, not what we, we should find out here shortly if we can change the channel. There's something I about think CNN's ban in this building. I'll be <laughs> honest. I've never tried to actually change the channel. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a new venture oh, for us. Oh, there Well, they got somebody out there. Who are these people? That's uh, These are your like you know normal news anchors. These, this isn't the morning show anymore, so they might end at 9. That morning uh, show might end at 9. Oh, here's the uh, Apparently, this is. I don't have audio for you. I've got the statement. I'm sorry. CNN's Don Lemon, Lamon. Oh, shut up. Issues groveling online apology for sexist Nikki Haley comments moments before returning to the air as he's given a final warning. 
Dun, dun, dun. Well, according to everybody that we saw that was a, the insiders say if he were ex- escorted out the front door, they would probably give him a standing ovation. He's not well liked. No, he's not well liked. And the only reason he's still there is that new CEO saved him. Light, mm. Lighter? Is that his name? Light, something like Light. that. Light. Yeah. Light. Him. So I'm like, okay. He uh, tweeted out, I appreciate the opportunity to be, back, to be back on CNN this morning today. To my networks, to my colleagues, and our incredible audience, I'm sorry. I and heard do you, believe you. Him? I'm learning from you. Oh, shut <laughs> up. And I'm committed to doing better. No, See you not. soon. <laughs> no, you're not. What a clown. <laughs> it's Trump's fault. No, he didn't say That's that, a... but you know he's thinking that. Oh, God, please. <laughs> he didn't used to be this bad. No. He no. was all right about 10 years ago. He really was. I don't know. What happened to him? Huh? CNN. Yeah. Hmm. Got CNN. infected with the woke Communist mind virus and news network. You know, <laughs> went with the directives from his uh, the Jeff Zucker's of the world, and That's here we are. Yeah, but uh, this guy Light is, is. Weren't they supposed to start leaning a little more toward the right or a little more toward center? Yeah, but you know what happened? <clears throat> they did even worse in the ratings. Oh, so they're Which going back no to one, far they left. They cratered below. They were cratering. No one even thought that was possible. Really? So I don't know what's going to happen now. Just shut it down. That's what I'm wondering. Like, why Close not just? It. It's it's over, CNN. Like, if you want to stick around, just stay as an online publication. I mean, you're they're losing so much money having a 24/7 news network that no one watches. It's on in the gyms and it's on in airports. So they lost the contract with airports. Oh well, now it's just on in gyms. So yeah, I don't they, know. If but it's they still also, on. like Diener, didn't know how to change the channel at the airports. <laughs> right. Yes. So, so if they're just like, well, so we're stuck with it now. Still there. Great. There's Jim Shooto again. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. Hey, we also have. This is supposed to come out. Soon, I think. I think around ten, the Sunfest lineup. Yes, massive oh. music festival in uh, West Palm Beach, uh, which will be coming in a couple of months. The lineup is supposed to be. The early rumor is it's supposed to be really good. Really, I one think, rumor I heard was three eleven. Uh huh. I have a list. The band. You got the list. Should I do it during rapid fire? How did you get a list? I seen a list. How did you get a list? Hold on. I came across it. Something's afoot. I yeah. saw it in the back channels. Who <laughs> did not? Somebody <laughs> sent it to you. He's been on the dark web. I'll, 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 who, I'll who give it to you. Suck up to so you get it early. Uh, you'll see. Don Lamont. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right, we're gonna get to rapid fire with that. We think. But Diener's contraband wow. Sunfest lineup list. <laughs> oh wait it. a minute! Am I behind the time? Did they announce it already? No. No, but I, I have seen it somehow. I'm gonna double check myself. <laughs> I quite frankly don't believe you. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> He's making it up. <laughs> he's just making He's throwing out <laughs> bands out there. He's making it up. Uh, all right, we got that. Some other headlines. We'll go around the horn with some news for the final time this morning. It's Rapid Fire next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. There's even more news now than when we started the show. We got, we got a few things to go around the horn with. Jen's going to start. What you got going on there? Okay, so imagine, you know what, uh, you walk into your house, and as you're walking in, your neighbor goes, oh, my God, you're alive. It happens to me every day. <laughs> what are you still doing here? <laughs> That's your family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is Thomas Maxwell's neighbors. Thomas Maxwell returned to his home yesterday. He lives in Clearwater. Neighbors want to know what the hell he was doing there, because apparently he had died. What? Did anybody tell anybody else he wasn't? Uh, apparently not. Last week he had he went into cardiac arrest. Paramedics declared him dead. Oh geez. <laughs> After they left, I don't know why and where he was that when he had a heart attack, a deputy noticed that Maxwell was still breathing. And he called for a second ambulance and paramedic squad. They showed up, they revived dear old Thomas, sent him to the hospital, spent a couple of days there. I guess they did surgery. He's fine, comes home. His neighbors thought he was dead. 
Oh my gosh! How do you make this mistake? What are you doing in my house? I thought you were dead. Sorry. His daughter. There's a for sale sign outside. His wife is sleeping with somebody else. His daughter told reporters if it wasn't for the second deputy, her dad may have woken up like in the morgue. Oh jeez. Or maybe suffered a slow, painful death. One never knows. You're exactly right. We laugh about this stuff, and we've had a couple of these stories recently, but. You're not that far away from them lighting the uh, the oven. You know I, I mean? know. What happens? Wow. Not good. Wow. So anyway, Thomas is alive and well, and no one's buying his house or no one's selling it. I hope it. he sues somebody. Jeez. This How do reminds, you sue? I, I don't know, but I mean, this, this reminds me of like the woman in Detroit. Remember the, the nursing home sent her to the morgue, and they're like, uh, she's alive? They call back, you know, this lady you sent. Yeah, no, she's fine. I'm looking at her right now. She's what sitting up. wonder how often oh that happens. God. The, oh, I bet you. You know Way what I mean? more than you think. Where Morg would call oh. the retirement home and say, uh, we got a live one. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Although, horrifying. okay, I, I get that. Wow. But for them, for anybody to make that mistake, you must be in a terrible physical state. Yeah. True. Like basically no pulse, but you're still, you got brain activity. Well, you know what? He could have feasibly have none had no heartbeat. I mean, if he had a heart attack. That's true. You know, so they may have figured, oh, there's no heartbeat. He's dead. Right. But he, you know, you zap him and he comes back. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, wow. today is a is a very holy day in That's the Catholic right. calendar. It is Ash Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. Which is traditionally the start of Lent, and you got to give up some stuff. Well, Just there's one a, thing, right? Huh? <laughs> Just one thing you give up, right? Isn't well, it like no, you can give up as much as you want there. Nothing. Remember that time you gave up smoking? Oh, I'm sorry. That was a coma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this... <laughs> There's something There's something called openbible.info. Oh, it's a website what? and it has tracked Twitter data to identify what people are giving up. Hmm. You know what the number one answer is? Twitter. Is that right? Which is wow. You know what? It makes me feel good. It puts a smile on my face. Yeah, it means people idea. are going to fight less. That's Could true. TikTok too. Oh yeah. my god, please. Alcohol is number 2. Can you guess what's 3? I would think smoking. No. Alcohol was two, three. Believe it or not, smoking's way down on the list. Yeah, I think a lot of people have quit already. Yeah, yeah, I don't know many people who smoke anymore. Number three is coffee. Really? Coffee. Wow, that's tough. Well, it's going to kill you one day and then make you live a hundred <laughs> oh, yeah. years longer than the next. So that last study we had. Always something. Then uh, meat, another common choice, along with chocolate, sugar, fast food, making the top ten as well. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty common stuff. Did you did you land on a, a choice yet, Dean? Or what you're going to give up? You, you know, have, like hours to pizza. do it. You know, oh, ooh, don't do so, that to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole point. You're supposed to give up something you so, really like. You want him grumpy for a month? No, I don't no, want that. He's grumpy already. No. <laughs> that's true. Drink more. That, that would be good. Uh, you know what? I think I'm just going to try to be a better person, Bill. You know what I'd love to have him give up? He should give up not swearing. <laughs> I've never heard swearing. him swear. <laughs> not, not on the air this, or anything. Right. Were you not in this room yesterday morning? Oh, no. What I say? Were you swearing? When he was saying he hated the world? Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't swearing, though. I just hated everybody. Easy, but he didn't hate the blanket world. <laughs> yeah, you don't swear. So I would go in reverse now. I would yeah, actually say, start. dang it. Yeah, dang it. Dang it. Dang. I mean, the one, it's once in a while. And once in a blue moon, I'll say, damn. If if I'm really upset. Oh, you just said it. It's I over. Know, I know. I know. Go to church right now. <laughs> I gotta go to confession. God, you would last like 10 seconds in my house. <laughs> Even the dogs swear at my place. <laughs> I think I swear so much off the air because I can't swear on the air. That could be. <clears throat> it all I'm, gets I'm really up. not that. Well, yeah, I am. Yeah, you that. are. Yeah, you well, taught dude. me swears. <laughs> <laughs> Combinations. <laughs> me, I didn't know those, those could go together. My dad used to make up swears. <laughs> he really did. Like, what is that? What does that mean?
Anyway, oh, dear. Well, you know who might be upset today, actually, again, for the second year in a row upset? The Georgia Bulldogs. Why? Why, you ask? Because they've been snubbed by the White House for the second year in a row, the Georgia Bulldogs football team. So they won back-to-back national championships. Yeah. They were absolutely dominant this past college football season. Oh, they destroyed it. What was that team they played? They TCU in the them. end. Oh, my God. No, they were done. The closest they came was Ohio State. I mean, that's the only team that played them tough was Ohio State in the playoff. Other than that, completely dominant. But again, for the second year in a row, the, the White House has not invited them to partake in the championship celebrations that they do for all teams. Why? I don't, I don't get it. They but haven't been like the was. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. Is it because it's Georgia? I mean, uh, that's crazy. I don't understand that. I mean, oh, Georgia mean. has a Democratic senator. I mean, it's not like, you know, the, it's all Republicans. Georgia's a blue state right now when it comes to voting. It should make it I don't a thing why. where none of their championship teams go to the White House then. Yeah, I know. It's really strange. Yeah, that's not fair. And the Georgia players are not happy. One of the players tweeted out, come on, POTUS, for real? Wow. So they're not happy about it. It's like, why are you getting snubbed? Once might be an oversight, or maybe there was a scheduling conflict, but to two years in a row, you're not going to get invited? It's kind of messed up. Well, but they, they had, haven't given an explanation they as They had to, to tell why. Joe what college football is. He was oh. all confused. Nebraska's really good. Uh, Those army teams. Uh, Trump, I I am convinced to this day that was Trump's favorite thing in the White House. Remember? It was the the sports teams. Remember, though, when he brought in, who who was it that he brought in the college team? They brought in the McDonald's and the Burger King and Wendy's. That was the big controversy. Go go get them all fast food. Stacks of Big Macs. (laughs) Yeah, because the White House staff was on, uh, they were the the government shutdown. shutdown. Yeah. 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 That's right. And 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 everyone criticized him, yet there wasn't a crumb left. <laughs> they loved it. I was like, no. Remember that, that picture of that one offensive lineman? Been. He had a stack of hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> a whole plate full of big yeah. You know what? It's, it's, they, then they go run around the stadium for five hours and burn right, it off. Exactly. So it's no big deal. Uh, this is pretty cool. Heinz is looking for people to help them find a golden treasure. It's oh. a live golden treasure. You guys remember his name's forty-seven-year-old Elvis Francois. Okay, he uh, was yep. he was the guy on his boat in Saint Martin, and it started to like drift oh, away. And the next nightmare. thing, you know, something happened. He lost steering, and he lost at sea for twenty-four days. I remember that. We followed that. We followed that, and, and then a Colombian a Colombian Navy ship found him, just wandering out in the middle of the ocean. And he said he looked horrible, but he was alive. And they said he said the reason he lived was because he had Heinz <laughs> ketchup packets, and he had maybe six of them. But that's what kept him alive for 24 days. You Can you that, imagine? You put that in hot water. You got some soup, baby. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Heinz is trying to find him. So they've started this whole social media challenge. It's hashtag find the ketchup boat guy. Wow! And if somebody can instant message Bureau Heinz and say, hey, we know where you know Elvis is, they want to give him a new boat. Oh, well, so the, that's nice. and I get a feeling it's going to end up being in one of their commercials or a lot of their commercials. If I was them, I think I would just look towards the sea because I think the guy went right back. <laughs> Send out the Coast Guard. I don't want to be found so, again. Anyway, he's probably somewhere in St. Martin, which is a lovely place to yeah. go, by the way. Uh, so that if you happen to know who, where Elvis is, let Heinz know and maybe you'll get Heinz ketchup for free for the rest of your life. All right. Well, I, I hope he gets it. I hope they give him. Is it going to be like a Heinz fifty-seven boat though? Yeah, it's going to be a big ketchup bottle That's floating. He's like, oh god, <laughs> it's a blow-up rack. Where do like I donate this bottle? <laughs> uh, Jen, you're excited about this. SpaceX preparing for a mission that'll send four crew members to the International Space Station. Love it. 
Yeah, you know what? I was excited because I saw the time and I went, oh, God, do I, I got to get up early on my day off. Oh, so no. it was scheduled to, to launch shortly after 2 a.m. on Sunday. Now it's like 1.45 a.m. on Monday. Oh. oh, so I'll just get up a little bit earlier. That's all. Gosh. I don't mind. Yeah, I have to take, watch sleep. that. I'll be sleeping. Uh, you, well, see, you guys stay up yeah. late. I, I'm in bed We'll by see eight. the highlights later on. Yeah. No, because I can stand on my back my back deck and it's a beautiful picture, it which is. I found out by mistake. Oh. I've always run up the street like half a mile to see through the clearing. <laughs> and then one night we're on the porch and Donnie goes, wow, what's that? And I turn around and here's a launch that we didn't know about. You could have seen it the whole I, time. The whole time. No. All I have to do is sit on my back porch. Oh, that's funny. I was like, that's really stupid on my part. So. Well, anyway. What are you, like a half mile from the Space Coast? Yeah, we're so far right. Right. He's closer. It's a, it's a, the view from my backyard is actually pretty spectacular. I'm not going to lie. They're yeah. going to be up there six months, by the way. Oh, my wow. gosh. Big mission. Six months. Oh, my God. Well, Sunfest is not six months away. No. Are you going to get in trouble for this? I okay. hope so. So here's what we decided. Because I think it's a 10 o'clock, like, you know, embargo on this. I am going to get in trouble. So what I'm going to do. Oh, no. Oh, I hope it's, it's not last. supposed to be revealed until <laughs> not supposed to be revealed until 10 o'clock. So I don't want to break any rules. So instead of giving you the headliner names for Sunfest, which, by the way, the three main days, Friday, May 5th, Saturday, May 6th, and Sunday, May 7th, Sunfest coming up. It's right around the corner. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves Sunfest. I'm going to say names that rhyme with the headliners. <laughs> okay. Oh, We're God. crafting. That's okay, right. Okay, go ahead. So on Friday, <laughs> getting in so much trouble, the two headliners would be Glow Fida and, <laughs> <laughs> and then also Friday night, the headliner is the uh, Bane Chokers. We'll just say that. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I got Actually, you. we were just talking about me and that. Oh, there you go. Okay. So, yeah, put it together. Saturday, you got Biggie Tarly and then uh, Lack, Biggie Tarly. Lax Monson. What? <laughs> what the hell it's are you talking about over there? <laughs> it's not even close to what What was the first one? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> You're horrible. <laughs> Biggie. Why don't you give up speaking for Lent? Biggie Tarly. Come on. Biggie Tarly? Yeah. Biggie? I can't say the real name. So Tarly? Say that. You'll find that in Oh, now minutes. I know hey, you. Okay, got I it. I literally had to write that out in substitute letters. Yes. And I've seen the list. <laughs> <laughs> Think of Jamaica. Yes, that's there you go. Yes. There's your clue. Ow! There's your clue. Boy, that and took then, forever. That was horrible. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> you're bad. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to say for this one. Um, Sunday, there's actually some really good acts on Sunday, but I'll just give the final two here because we're really running late. Uh, Three numbers. I guess this is all I can say. There's nothing I can rhyme this with. Three numbers. And then... (laughs) Starting with... Starting with uh, the number that becomes before four. Okay. I got you. There you go. And it's three numbers. Three blank blank. Yeah. So you can do the rest. That and is, then, by the way, that is big. I'm actually really excited. That's going to that. be the biggest I would, band I would love there. To see them. It's my prediction. But the headliner Sunday night. I love this band, the Schmillers. Oh, Let's go. Okay. Really? Yes. So does that mean you're going to take Monday off so you can go see them? Well, maybe. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm gone that weekend. It's my nephew's Are wedding. you? Yeah. Oh wow. So there you go. There's your Sunday. I'll watch the Schmillers on TV. <laughs> Your on YouTube. Announcement for the headliners, even though I couldn't say the real names. But you have to put it together. I'm still getting over Miggy Tarly or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was Liggy. Miggy. What did you say? Miggy Tarly. Biggie. No, Biggie. you said Biggie. Biggie, Biggie Tarly. Tarly. 
He was thinking of Biggie Smalls. That's why he said that. Outstanding. Wow. Right, there's your contraband Sunfest lineup. That's right. And if you wait That's like five say. seconds, it'll be out officially. <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes, exactly. you can see, yes, the real names. If, if Diener's not here tomorrow, you know why. The Sunfest cops got him. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't say it. Let's wait till 10. It's a non-profit organization, you know. Yes, it is. It is. I didn't know that. It's the... That's such a crock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got more headlines, and uh, we have an update for you. The, the numbers are in from that giant experiment of a four day work week. Remember that? Yes. Oh, it went well. <gasps> I'm talking about that next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The 850 app. Is that what wow. that guy said? We have an app? I know the app. The app is actually awesome. I know we're a little bit biased, but I think it's one of the best in the game. You can listen live. The Morning Show blog in there, all the podcasts, all the uh, the news, all the link-ups, all the uh, regular standard pictures. Where will the pictures of the World Series trophy land, Diener? Is that mostly a Facebook thing? Yeah, but mostly Facebook. I think we can get it on the 850 Instagram, actually, as well. I think we have an Instagram account. We do, yeah. <laughs> wow. Heck, I might even tweet it out. What happened while I was Whoa. gone? <laughs> wow. Jeez, we, we expanded. I know. We get it all out there. A lot of Holy social media cow. work to do. So that's all there. And the uh, on the Morning Show blog itself, I know we got the Stones reunion news. Mm-hmm. That was big. I mean, not reunion, the collab with the Beatles. The remaining Beatles. That's pretty wild. I think but it's incredible. You know what? I, I, I always go back to, you know, concerts that I remember or things where things incredible happen. Like oh, yeah. e- ELO at Ohio State University. Loved ELO. Still love ELO. And in the middle of it, the guitar player does his big solo. Blah, blah, says he's the best guitar player in the world. And, of course, it's all staged. But he says, there's nobody in the world that's better than me. And all of a sudden, the place went dark. And a spotlight comes out. And here comes Eric Clapton walking out of the back of the stadium. Clapper! The place went bananas. That's awesome. I was like, oh, my God, it's Clapton. It's like and a WWE course. entrance surprise. Yeah, there's no the- one in the locker room who can beat me. And yeah. then here comes The Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> or The Rock. Exactly. So that's so it's things like that. So I love I, events I, like that. I don't think anybody could afford, unless they take a pay cut, right. to put McCartney and Jagger on the same stage. So well, They do special events, though, maybe. Maybe they do it for charity. But it's like one concert, and it's broadcast around the world. But mm. say they went on tour. It, no, it, it, I don't think feasibly it's financially possible. So what they do is, you know, the, the Stones are on tour and maybe, you know, every fifth city, McCartney just comes walking out or Ringo's sitting at the, the drum kit. You know, that would be cool or vice versa. Or, you know, McCartney's playing and all of a sudden here comes Mick Jagger or Keith Richards walks on. I think it'd be awesome. This is how you finally get them back in the Super Bowl because they, because they, they say they're too old now. So they'll never book them. Right. But if you combine the Beatles and the Stones. That's awesome. So then you got somebody like Bad Bunny doing his stupid thing on stage. And then creeping up behind him. <laughs> Keith knocks him out of the way with his Telecaster. Be fantastic. Anyway. Bad Bunny. That's, that's, on, that's on the blog. Okay, as we wrap okay. up here, the numbers are in. Do you, yes. Remember talking about this when they launched it? We thought it was a great idea. It was a long, month long. It was like a year, I think. Largest four-day work week pilot program and a study in the world took place over six months, actually, in the UK. 63 companies. 63 and, companies. And all of them had to have in excess wow. of 100 employees. So 3,000 employees all combined were involved. Right. Some big companies, some, some small, some medium, right. whatever. How did it go? Huge success. Isn't this wonderful? Huge. The requirement was they couldn't cut salaries or benefits. They'd have, and the employees, they had to deliver 100% of the work, right? Resounding True. success says the final wrap up of the paper. So what they uh, and and here's why it was resounding in so many ways. 
One is they let the employees pick what schedule they wanted because I yeah. don't think the companies actually lost a day of productivity. Right. They just switched schedules around. So, like, Bill, you and I would work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Diener and somebody else would work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You see what I mean? Like so the sound it, of that. It, it, <laughs> but you all got a four-day work week and you get three days off. Yeah. And they said productivity was the big deal because the companies don't want to lose money doing this. Exactly right. What Productivity went way up, didn't Pro- it? Productivity went up. They had less turnover, fewer sick days, less burnout, and were happy overall with the employees' performance. And then they talked to the employees in the study, and Oxford was involved with this and, and Harvard, I believe. Wow. So 15% of the employees in the exit interview said, well, how'd you like it? They said no amount of money could convince them to go back to working five days a week <laughs> after living this life for six months. Wouldn't wow. ever do it again. Isn't that amazing? And if I remember correctly, out of all of those companies, only like two said they would never do it again. How about that? They must have, and they must have screwed it up. You know, and it may be a small organization. I could see if if you're like a mom and pop deli, you couldn't do this. No. You know, I mean, or us. It's, it's, or us. We can't do it. Well, we could, but we're like a deli of radio. Jen. We, we we have to be here five days, but oh, I like. And that. I think a lot of people though would be happy if we were gone an extra day, but that's besides the point. Can I be the corned beef? In yeah, the deli? you're the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, in the deli. What I got to be the hash? The radio. You can be the pastrami. Jan, you're the ham. We all know this. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you're the cheese. <laughs> the cheese, all right. The big cheese. All are right, we, are we done? Yes, we have to go. Thank yeah, sure. God, we're out of right here. here. Have a great day. Uh, enjoy uh, Mar- National Margarita Day if you're Catholic or Episcopalian or whatever. Enjoy Ash Wednesday. Get your ashes and Happy Lent, Diener. Happy Thank Lent. You. We'll figure out what Diener gives up tomorrow, and we'll be back tomorrow at six. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.